Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is sponsored by flashfilmacademy.com. If you're into photography, filmmaking, or video production, flashfilmacademy.com is an online training platform designed to help you monetize your passion. There's a ton of information online to help you capture a better image, but there's only one place you need to go if your goal is to make a living doing what you love. Enroll today to get three free courses. Flashfilmacademy.com. It's time to turn your passion into profit. Save 25% off your first course when you use promo code THAT25. That's T-H-A-T-2-5. Before we even get started with the podcast, I want to introduce something new to you. If you're tired of missing these live streams or missing videos, we have a new service where we can text you when we go live or launch a new video. All you got to do is text Flash Film to 74121. That's one word, Flash Film to 74121. All right, let's get started. We learned in 2020 that we're going to have to make changes faster than we thought we would in order to be successful. And I tell people all the time, right? Real great businessmen, they find a way to adapt. They try, they find a way to be early adapters to things. And right now, you got to be an early adapter to the way the world is changing in 2021. And those who did it in 2020, you know, saw a little success. And we're going to stick with something that is a going, it's an ongoing theme on this channel about how to be successful as a content creator. But first, really quick, we got to roll that intro. So let's do that. You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. Perfect, perfect. What's going on? For those who first time on this channel, my name is Ty. I'm a former Army combat photographer. And I'm here to help you turn your passion into profit. This channel is simply for those who want to take their camera skills, their video skills, their podcasting skills, and they want to make a living or at least bare minimum a side income, bringing a side income from doing that. All right. Today, really quickly, before I get into anything, I have to talk about our our brand new sponsor. Our sponsor is Flash Home Academy. Uh, just to let you guys know, we're still running a 30% off all courses and contracts on our website that goes until Thursday night. It's done. It's done. When you clock, when you count down to 12, that sale will be gone. Um, that includes our, um, big course. That includes the big course, the first uh, module of the master course or the course that will teach you how to create the business you want to create. All right. Now that you guys know that, we got that out of the way. Let me go back to this other graphic real quick because I know 
If not, I'm gonna be I'm gonna get messages all day long. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna let that marinate for a minute. <laughs> Somebody said I had him going for a second. You thought we had a new sponsor? We are our new sponsor. That's called investing in the business. Anyway, let's talk a little bit, right? Because 2020 taught us that we're gonna have to be flexible. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to do some things different. Great, great, great businessmen find opportunities in every situation. I talked about that a lot last week and I wanted to double down on it because the the views and opinions of a lot of people is they're sitting there like, oh, COVID, like what are we gonna do? How are we gonna make money? And they have this mentality that nobody's making money. Workers aren't making money. If they're not essential, businessmen are making money. True businessmen are finding ways to not just survive, but thrive. Do you hear anybody that's working for Uber Eats hurting right now? Do you hear anybody that's working for Amazon hurting right now? There's a reason for it because they've adapted to the new normal before it was popular, right? Before it was the thing to do, Uber was finding ways to make sure you didn't have to leave the house. If you read the book End of Jobs, It told you that this was coming. It didn't predict how fast it would come because of the virus, but it told you what was coming. That's why it's great to read and follow forward thinkers in the industry to help you understand what's coming. I'll give you an example of how things work. If you follow TVs a lot, right? If you're a big TV guy and you like to buy TVs and TVs are your thing and plasma is out, and they're saying we're getting ready to release LCD screens next. And I'm going back a little bit just to give you an example. You may be able to sell your plasma and get top dollar for it so that you can jump into the LCD screens or LED screens. You know, when LCD went to LED, if you know about it, you may be able to flip your LCD screen to get into an LED screen. When 4K HDR was coming, If you read up and you know about it, you knew when to get off your regular, and that include everything. You probably sell your TV, your receiver, your your Apple TV, all of that stuff is regular HD. I'm getting off all of that because I know what's coming. I may have to sit without a TV for a month, but it's worth it. I got top dollar for mine, and I knew what's coming. I am often like that when it comes to cameras. Often I meet people that's like, why are you selling this camera? There's a reason I'm selling this camera. There's nothing wrong with it. It works perfectly, but I know what's coming next. Um, I remember selling my FS7 as soon as I learned about the FS5, as soon as I learned that they were dropping. And the FS7 at the time was going for about 6000 When the FS5 came out, it dropped to 2000 3000 and the FS5 took that, that spot. But I was able to get 45, I was able to get 5500 for my FS7, literally two weeks before the price dropped. And I took that 5,500 and I applied it to the FS5. So business works just like that. You gotta be mindful of what's coming so that you can prepare for it with your business. Understanding what businesses are doing to be successful in, in what we're going through is very important. If you listen to a lot of forward thinkers, I, I consider myself a little bit of a forward thinker when it comes to content creation. Um, you can prepare for what's next. Again, I told you, and I'm. this is something that I want to make sure I, 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 I punch you in the throat about all day and night because it's extremely important 
that you get out of providing pretty pictures and you get into the business of providing solutions, cinematic solutions. Get out of providing cute stuff to grab people's attention. We create cute stuff to get people's attention on social media. We create pretty stuff that people will like when they click on your page. Flash film media, we don't do that anymore. We don't even push how pretty our pictures are anymore. That's not what's important. What's important is that we provide a cinematic solution. We provide a solution to your problem using cinematography, period. Because clients, people who want to spend money on something that's cute, they don't have a need. That's a want. They want something cute. They're like, oh, we, we need something that's nice. Here's a couple of dollars. People who need something, who have a problem that needs to get it fixed, they're the ones that's going deep in their pocket to fix it. If, if your roof collapse, you're going to go deep in your pocket to make that roof happen, to get a new roof. You're going to go deep in your pocket to make that happen. If you want to change the color of your roof, you're not going to really care. You're not going to really care. You're like, whatever. It'll be nice. It's a nice to have. It's nice to have sparkles on my roof. I don't need sparkly roofs. It's definitely a nice to have. So you want to make sure that you are, you know, you want to make sure that your business provides what they need and not just what they want. That's right. Creative reflection say getting your business together is going to be a crucial to preparing for what's for what's when this market crash again. The thing is this. I'm going to be honest with you real, real quick while we got everybody watching uh, post where you guys are from. I love to see where you guys are from. I'll let that pop up post where you guys are from post your location. The thing is this don't even prepare for the market to write itself. If it write itself, then you then you'll triple what you're doing monthly. Don't even prepare for the market to write itself. Um, prepare for this being the new normal and living through it. Prepare for this being the new normal and you're living through it. If things go back to anything like it was, then you're prepared to go and take advantage of that. Like you, you like you will be. Things will triple for you. Portugal, that's what's up. Toronto. ATL. All my feeler for all my ATL. ATL, I used to stay out there. I know what's up. Western Australia, that's what's up. Nigeria. Cali. I love all the locations, man. Make sure you guys hit that thumbs up button for me as well. Jamaica. I love it. Kingston. I thought it was Kingston, Jamaica. I was like, wait a minute. You guys are, but it's different. It's all good. More Cali. So, so what you want to do, look at Bay. I see you, Bay. Bay rubbing it in here in Puerto Rico on the beach. I see you, brother. He's chilling out there. I've been watching his IG page. He's been on the beach. Kalamazoo. So, make, you, you want to make sure you are, listen, get out of the idea of being a pretty picture provider. Get out of the idea of being down with PPP instead of OPP. Get out of the idea of being a pretty picture provider. We don't do that no more. Those are for hobbyists. We're doing this. We're, we're in business. 
the goal is to get that bag, we need to provide a cinematic solution. So to do that, and I'm going to tell you, which the, the, the upside of, of what we're going through is what's, what's beautiful about what we're going through from a business standpoint is everybody's going through it. The solutions are almost predictable. This is probably the only time in life you're going to get an event that affects everybody, that you can come up with one solution that will help everybody. Let me say it again, because that's a big one. This is probably one of the only times in your lifetime, your your life, your lifespan, where you're faced with a, a, an event that affects everybody. And as a business owner, you can provide a solution that can probably help everybody. There's only a few times in in life where this has happened. And it usually happened on a national or regional or a city level. You know, if you go back to major wars, or you go back to World War II, everybody in America was affected by World War II. You can almost say everybody in the world was affected by World War II. Some countries were not. You know, that, but this, but this is something that's affecting the whole world. So no matter where you are, if you come up with a solution, it, it can help you land clients anywhere in the world. So think about that. Think about businesses in your area. You know what's causing their downfall. You know what's causing their numbers to drop. What's a solution that I can provide using my camera to help them increase their numbers, to help them get more business, to help them grow? What are some things that I can do? I always mention, hey, if they have a social media page, we need to show them wiping and spraying and mask and everything. We need to show their client base that they are doing everything in their power to prevent the spread of, of COVID. They're doing everything in their power to let clients come back into the store. They're doing everything in their power to help clients grow their business during this downtime. Those are things that you really need to work on when it comes to providing a solution. It's solution time. Pretty picture time is over with. It ended. Rest in peace, 2019. It's over with. So the solution that you can provide to people who are getting married is a live streaming event. If you are a wedding photographer or videographer, we provide a live stream. So people who can't attend your wedding or older people, you don't want to come out and catch the virus. We can provide that. I've shot stuff where we provided everything. We created the domain for the client, right? We created a domain, you know, I'll, I'll use, I'll, I'll tailor that experience to this one so you can get an idea. So if it's a, uh, the Miller's wedding, we'll create the domain millerwedding.com. Then we will stream the event to that domain by creating a standard base page, a blank one page HTML with a YouTube link that will allow us to stream it to that URL. Why that URL, Ty? Because it makes it very easy for their family to find it. Instead of saying, search on YouTube for this, look on Facebook for that. Nope. PamandJohnMiller.com. I don't own it. I don't look it up. It ain't real, but that's an example. That way, their family can go to it. Now, listen, as a content creator that's providing the solution, right? 
as a content creator that's providing the solution, when they go talk to other videographers and you mention that, nobody's mentioning that. Everybody's else like, we can put a camera in the back and we can stream it and hopefully people, nope. That's a whole nother level of solutions that you, because you've answered questions and provided solutions they didn't know they needed yet. Where you want it stream, where are people going to watch it at? Uh, we never thought about that. Maybe to my Facebook. If you use a company like Restream, you can stream it to multiple channels at once. So you can stream it to, um, you can stream it to multiple channels. You can go to that to that website and go to um, Facebook and YouTube at once. You can do all of it. So those are those are those are that's a great idea of a solution that you can provide to a couple that's getting married if they're looking for a videographer for their wedding. Correct. There are more opportunities and new doors is going to open um, now than obstacles. Yep. Before they didn't need you, everyone needs you now. That's correct. Everybody, every company is trying to reach people at home. How do they do that? There's no other answer but content. There's no other way to reach people at home other than content, period. The power has shifted more and more to you as a content creator. And you need to be mindful of it. I see, I hear so many of you at home and you're like, oh man, it's rough. I don't know how we going. I'm, I'm like a kid in a candy shop. I'm, I'm telling people, no, like I don't, I, we don't have it. I can't, I'm telling people, no. So it's, it's an opportunity. Dennis in my area, um, don't seem to need anything. Okay. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you something. Back then you didn't want me. Now I'm hot. You all on me. I'm going to answer that question, Josh. That's a great, that's a great question. There's a real hood term to get out of that situation, right? Remember back in the day, back in the day, you were told, like, if you got problems with, if you got problems, you find the biggest one in the room and you knock his ass out. You won't have no problem. I don't know if y'all got that when I was, I was maybe I was in deep in the hood. Maybe I got that too much in the hood. Um, but but I was told if you got beef, if it's a problem, you pick the biggest guy and you put him on his butt and you won't have a problem for nobody. Right? Go to one dental company. Shoot their stuff for free. Shoot it for free. Right? Beta test it. And then you take that. And you rub that in the face of his competitors. You rub that in the face of his competitors, right? So when you approach him like, hey, blah, blah, hey, are you, you, oh, you don't need anything? Because John down the street seemed to think that, uh, you know, he's, he's doing content and it works. Prison politics. I like that. That's exactly what it is. We're going to take prison politics and we're going to apply it to video. Right? Work, get his competitors. Go work at, you know, take. Take that content that you that you kill for the one beta tester that you're doing for free and go rub that in the face of his competition. I, I guarantee you he'll second guess himself. I mean, ask him. If you ask any business owner, hey, is business down? They're going to say, yeah. Just about other, other than the exception to the rules, the Amazons, the Uber Eats, most of them are going to be like, yeah, we're down a little bit or we're down, blah, blah. They're not going to really tell you they hurting. They're going to say, yeah, we're down. Oh, because we just shot a video for such and such down the street. They numbers are through the roof. Would you, huh? 
Yeah, we just pretty much showed their client base that they're doing everything to help prevent the spread of it. They're wiping stuff down. They're cleaning stuff. They're even, you know, yada, yada, yada. You know, well, hey, you know, if you say you don't need help, that's cool. I'll leave you with this. Let me know. Let them watch it. Let them watch how you created eight videos. And really, you shot it in two hours, but you edited it to eight videos for a client. Tell them that it's working. They got a waiting list. You know, they're at full staff still. You you I laid some dental assistance off. Uh, yeah, they're at full staff down there. They're they're rocking and rolling. You know, so those are things that that's what you do. Those are that those are things that you use that to help you get in with the competition. You knock the biggest guy out. Finally made the live stream. <laughs> you know. You say, uh, I got it. If you're getting jumped, just grab one guy, mess him up, you're still getting jumped. But at least you got one. <laughs> See, to prevent your way from getting jumped, you just got to knock the biggest guy out. You ever, watch a, you ever watch a Bruce Lee movie? Right? And when he popped the first guy with the nunchucks, they always show a side of other guys with weapons, like looking at each other like, do we really want this, bro? Like, they all Go look at a Bruce Lee movie. It's going to crack you up now that I said it. The first guy, like, tough, like, yeah, man, I'm going to get you with this knife, bro. And Bruce Lee, you know, he little. He like, wah, 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 wah. And he hit my man, and my man knocked out, and he fall. They always go to the shot at everybody else in the gang member, like, looking at each other like, you go first. Like, I don't know if I want this. Like, this ain't this ain't right. Literally. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. You got to make people hesitate. Like, is this what? And it's, it's vice versa. Right when you get one company and you blow them up and you creating content for them and they and they're and you can show that they're putting out content, right? Even the people, even the guys who say they didn't, I don't need no video. They're gonna hesitate. Like they did all this, like yeah. I keep my iPad on me when I go talk to new clients because I want to show them. Oops, wait, let me. Oh, you you looking for this type of video? Hold on, let me scroll past all the videos I did for your competitor. I did that one. We did that one. Oh, we got this one's coming out next week. You you want to see it? Yeah, this is next week. This is their promotion they're running for. Yeah, it's pretty dope. But then we got one for the week after that. Hold, I'm gonna get to the video. I'm gonna show you. It gotta go past such and such videos. Done. I'm I'm notorious for doing that. That's me all day. That's me all day. Lawyers and realtors, they need help too. Lawyers and realtors need help. People are still moving. People are still getting in trouble. They definitely need help. Any service-based industry still goes on. The The issue is people, people are scared on both ends, right? Buyers are scared. Sellers are scared. They're just, they're just scared. But you know what can connect them people and alleviate their fears? Content. A cinematic solution can alleviate their fears. Right. It can alleviate their fears. If you're if if you're hungry and you're at home, you look, you're starting to see a lot of Uber E commercials, starting to see a lot of Amazon commercials. Right. The same thing Amazon did for the Internet. Over 50 percent of all purchases on the Internet come from Amazon because Amazon attacked what you were afraid of. Right. I'm afraid of getting my credit card stolen, yada, yada, yada. Okay, we provide security. I'm a, I'm afraid of how long it takes to get my product. Cool, we got Prime, same-day delivery within the hour. I'm afraid that I can't return it. 
Amazon says, say no more, chief. We're going to let you print a label. We'll come get it. Or you can take it to Kohl's or you can take it to UPS or you can do whatever you want. And you ain't got to worry about it. So what's your excuse now? I don't have an excuse. Bye, bye, bye. Something to definitely think about. So you, as a content creator, your job is to help alleviate. Let me put this back up because I just got a message. Is to help alleviate the fear that the seller have by helping them understand that you're going to alleviate the fear that the buyer has. You you picking up what I'm putting down? Let me say it again. Let me, we're going to go to this graphic right here. I'm going to go to this graphic right here because it's real important. Your job as a content creator, the way you're going to get a sale right now today, the way you're going to get a client to buy from you is to alleviate the fear that the seller have by providing a solution that alleviates the fear that the buyer has. If you can do that, that client will buy from you because all they want is an investment. They want to make an investment in something that works. Something that works. Clients don't want to, they don't want to waste money right now. This is not a waste money time right now. This is not a throw money at it and try to fix it time. We don't, we're not living in that era no more, or at least not right now. It'll loosen up in a minute, but we're not living in that era right now. This is, this is not where we at. We're in a prove it point right now. We don't, there's no gambling right now. If you want to gamble, the casino is the only way there. This is not a time to gamble with, with your business. As a business owner, right? Not not you as a content creator, but as your client, they don't want to make gambles right now. It's only things that need to have. This ain't, this ain't nice to have area. This is need to have area. If you can prove to a client that you can make their customer base, their target audience, feel comfortable coming into their store, coming into their business, hiring their service. If you can prove to a client that, that client will say yes, period. That's your job. Now, again, I've preached this a lot. If you are a diehard gold member or a member or a subscriber, or you've seen more than two videos that I've ever done, you know that I preach having a niche. This is why having a niche is so important because if I'm working with one type of client that caters to one type of target audience, I can walk in the door Sounding like I know what the hell I'm talking about. Because this is all I do. Period. If somebody that works on everything, cars and trucks, come in your house and look at your oven. If you work on cars, trucks, dishwashers, everything. He come in your house and he look at your oven. And you, you've been using your oven and you've been using it you know, regularly, like whatever. He like, I ain't really crazy about your oven. It may go out soon. You be like, dude, get out of here. If a oven, if a oven Kenmore oven specialist that showed up and with the with the, that the Whirlpool guys that got blue showed up in a Kenmore truck with a Kenmore hat and a Kenmore jacket on, and he and he came to look at your coffee maker, but he walked past your oven. He was like, "Yo, that oven's about to go out. You don't see that? You will replace that oven before he leave. You believe him." 
That's why it's important to be a specialist. Right? If you're not a specialist, you're not going to make it. It's all good. Um, How do you prove that they need video to them when they won't give you the time of day? Right? Value is shown. Two ways. One I, one I cover. Have, by Go punch the biggest guy in the room. Knock him out. Go do beta testing for another client. Right? Shoot a lot of videos for that client so that you can show the new client, hey, such and such down the street have seen improvements by, um, have seen improvements by creating content to the point where we shot 10 videos. That new client don't need to know that they're a beta client. All that new client needs to see is, this is my competitor, and he got 10 videos? I'm tripping on one, and he got 10? Yeah, his business is growing. These videos are helping bring in clients to his business. And he will sit back and say, here I am tripping on one video, and this guy's getting 10. Let's, at least, let's do the first one. So, something to think about. You, that's how you show value. You show value in, in showing content that works. When you create that first video, if he has no, listen, if he has no content and you put out one rinky dink 30 second video of them wiping off counters, it's going to do something for him as long as he has an audience to show it to. Period. Faith Hustle Media Group, what are my thoughts on ClickFunnels? Honestly, for service-based clients or customers or what we do, I don't like them. They're great for products. I, I'm not crazy about a click funnel for what we do. Um, and let me let me be clear, because a lot of people think funnel, because there is a sales funnel, and then there is a click funnel. It's two different things. Click funnel is a brand that makes websites for the sales funnel process. I like the idea of a sales funnel. Yes, I, I'm not crazy about click funnel sites. I'm not saying you can't use them. I'm not saying you shouldn't use them. I've tried them. They make it seem like it's going to be super easy and perfect. But I know before I knew what ClickFunnels was, I knew when I was on a ClickFunnels site. And there was something about it that made me say, I'm being sold. Warning, warning. You're being sold. Warning. Be cautious. Click here. And if you buy now, but wait, if you click this, we're going to also throw you this. It was just like, I don't trust it. Why is this $67 and not $69? It was just stuff that was like, ah. So for a service-based industry, if you want to use ClickFunnels to generate leads, yes. For the whole process, no. Now, when I say generate leads, I mean give something away for free to gather contact information. The hard part about that is, if you needed a plumber today, you're not going to go to a website and submit your email in hopes to hear back from them. Like if you're ready to buy today, you're not going to go through a funnel. You know what I'm saying? Yes and no. Product-wise, yes. Service-wise, no. If I need somebody here, I don't want to go through 60, 10 prompts to get to a, no. I want to go see what you do, know that you do it well, call you guys to do it. So that's just my opinion on it. 
Um, what does health coverage look like when you're full time entrepreneur? I know health benefits are a big reason why people stay on a job instead of um, launching out. Let's talk about benefits for a minute. Um, we're actually going to talk about that in detail in the third part um, of the master course, but we'll give you I'll give you a little hint on that. What you're currently paying for health care. This is the myth. The myth is health care is crazy expensive away from your job. It's not. You're going to pay probably the same amount. Your job is paying a portion of your health care. If you make, so if you go from making, hypothetically, let's say you're paying $300 a month and you're making $50,000 a year. Would you be okay with paying $600 a month if you're making $100,000 a year? You're literally paying the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So the the healthcare doesn't change. Thanks to certain laws that were passed where you have options. Go to go to Blue Cross uh website or go to a healthcare website, enter your information, and they'll tell you exactly what healthcare costs. Really, really good healthcare, you could spend six, seven, eight hundred dollars a month. That's really, really good healthcare. If you got it through your job right now, if you got that same healthcare through your job, it'll be twenty percent cheaper. It'll be twenty percent cheaper. Because your job may take on, now certain jobs take on more. Certain jobs will say, hey, we'll pay 80%. We'll pay 50%. If you're an executive level, the company pay the whole thing. But the cost is not that much. It's not that different. It's not that different. Not compared to the upside. Not compared to the upside. So it's not, don't let healthcare scare you. That's something that is, see, I am today in, in 2020, I am at a point in my life where I'm finally, I'm not going to say finally, where I'm starting to realize how much propaganda is in the world, right? And I don't want to go super conspiracy theory on you, but I'll make it simple. I'll make it really, really simple. You know, um, to help control how people think, let me go back. One would think that when people had access to the internet and access to more information, they would learn about things that would shift the balance of power. That's that's what one would think. However, to deter that, all you have to do is put out a bunch of misinformation. You put out a bunch of propaganda to steer people where you want them. If you don't want people eating bananas... You can put out a whole bunch of articles on why bananas are bad for you. People will stop eating bananas. Um, even if the articles don't have truth, people don't even read articles. They read a headline and they're like, oh, they want to talk about it. I heard that bananas are bad for you. No, you didn't. You just read it on a. And if you read the article, the article will say something like, yes, if you're pregnant and you're taking this type of medication, bananas shouldn't be your your go-to source of protein or, or potassium. You should go to, and nobody reads it. So there are certain things that's designed to, to steer you in certain directions in life. That's why it's important to read books, develop your own opinion, um, and be careful at what's being presented to you in your comfortable place, Right? Be careful of what's being pushed down your timeline. If you look, there's a, a a documentary out. I can't think of the name of it. I'm sure some of you can. It's about Facebook and um, it's on it's on Netflix. Um, I can't think of the name of it. It's 
one one great one is terms and conditions may apply. It's about the fact that people agree to stuff and they don't know when they when they download apps and all of that. It's another one that's out that talks about marketing advertising. It talks about what they know about you and what they track as far as who you are as a person. Um, and you'll get a lot of stuff pushed to you in comfortable places. Uh, social dilemma, correct, correct, Cody. Social dilemma um, is a great documentary. It talks about. It's not bad. It's just. It's just the levels at which marketing companies are using your information to market to you. I personally don't have a problem with it because if I own a certain type of car, I want to see advertisements for accessories for that car. I don't want to see Jeep advertisements and I don't own a Jeep. So it's not used for bad most of the time. I don't have a problem with it. Um, However, based on your political view, based on what you like, based on what groups you're in, based on what area you live in, based on, you know, a lot of things, your your web history, you may be presented with some propaganda to deter you or move you in a certain direction by, by people or companies that benefit most, right? For instance, and this is just hypothetical, super hypothetical, Google could release or could be, they could overlook or turn their eye to a company or allow a company to post a lot of content saying that Google search engine is better than Yahoo, right? They could be like, oh, go ahead, put that out. You know what I'm saying? To deter you from using Yahoo because it benefits Google. Not saying that that's what they're doing, nothing like that. I'm just saying, I'm just using that as an example. So you have to read enough about Yahoo to make a a decision and not stuck on what's being presented to you because propaganda is not where you look. It usually lands where you are standing. It's usually on your Facebook timeline. Like, like, you know, Oh, Facebook are saying friends are against, you know, vaccines. You posted something like you're for vaccines. So we're going to start to show you more of your friends that are against it. In hopes that maybe you become against it too. You know what I'm saying? Like marketers can use content for whatever reason they choose. It's not always to get you to buy something. It could be to change your opinion. Period. Right? McDonald's did it for years um, to help you think that Happy Meals would make you happy. Happy Meals are for kids. Happy Meals, McDonald's is the place to be if you're a kid. As you grow up, you train your kids that you train that to your, you, you tell your kids that and you still go. And it, they, they, they know that if they get you as a kid, they got you for life. Right. The only place that didn't work was was Toys R Us because you don't buy toys as an adult. So, you know, what I mean, so just be mindful of that um, when you're faced with a stereotype or something that you hear over and over again. Right. Because if you listen to, I'll give you an example. If you're in a room with with business owners, the conversation is completely different than if you're in a room with people who are nine to five workers. Not not knocking them, just saying it's different. Nine to five workers are telling you about beef with 50 Cent and who doing what and what celebrity is sleeping with who. Business owners don't talk about that. They don't care about that. Right? They They don't care. They can care less about Who's doing what? You know what I mean? 
you'll hear more of a conversation of the fact that Master P and I forgot the basketball player um, are looking to invest or purchase Reebok or something like you'll hear more of those stories. So usually in the nine to five area, you're going to hear a lot of stories that consist of fear of getting out of that nine to five. Right. I hear a lot of my a lot of my uh, friends who are working jobs who like the idea of a business. Tell you about fearful things I heard, I heard I, they say. I would go into, you know, I wasn't going to business, but I ain't trying to leave my. OK, let me go over here. Let me go back over here because these guys are jumping out windows, chasing their dreams. They don't care about. Looking like they got money. They're they're shopping at Target, making million dollar investments. These guys over here got a shirt that screams Gucci, and they and they have a car note. These guys over here were in Target and their car paid off. They bought it with cash. You know what I'm saying? They they got their car thirty thousand dollars less than you got your car, and you financed it because they paid cash and they had the leverage. So you got to be careful with both sides because not both sides, but you got to be careful with some of the things that you hear. When it comes to business, because a lot is just not true. Um, like the risk. When it comes to risk, a lot of people are like, oh, man, I, you know, I'm scared. I'm... Somebody in your job can come tap you on your shoulder and say, uh, I don't like them shoes. Go ahead, clock out. It was nice. We had a good run, but we got to let you go. It's the third time wearing them ugly pumas this week. I got to let you go. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Somebody can tap you on your shoulder and let you go for whatever reason. That's risk. Um, Instead of having a business where I can plan out what I want to do, how aggressive I want to be, how much money I want to invest in my future compared to going out or compared to eating that red lobster this week. You know, I can, I control that and I can see it coming. Layoffs, layoffs are bad because a lot of times people don't see them coming. I can see what's coming and prepare for it. There's been times where I was like, okay, I may have to get a second job. I may have to get a job. I may have to get a part-time job to make it through this season as a business owner. I was There was times where I was there. But I can see that compared to being tapped on the shoulder and being like, peace, you don't have a job no more. So um, how best will one navigate media, politics, landscape, um, some of the new ear, the king. So I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be really honest with you. All the good information are in books. Right? Because we live in a world where people just want to know the answer and not the theory. The goal is to know the theory, right? Good looking out, at least. Good looking out on the super chat, bro. I appreciate that, man. So what I hate is people that's like, what's a good camera? What's a good camera? And they don't even know why why they need the camera, like what they need a camera for. They're stunned when I'm like, well, what type of photography do you want to do? I, I don't know. Then you don't know enough about this area to pick a camera. Like, like you need to learn more about the theory and the understanding and the ideas of photography to then make that purchase. People want instant, fast, now. Don't be that person, right? Understand the science behind something before you make a decision. 
so that you're not the person that owns a camera and you don't know how to use it. You don't know why to use it. Not how, but why to use it. You're just sitting there like, I bought, I know a lot of people that got stuff that just bought it because it was in. I know a lot of people holding $1,200 camera phones asking me for the phone number to Pizza Hut. I know people that's holding $1,200 camera phones asking me, how do you spell symphony? G-O-O-G-L-E dot com. That's my answer to everything. People ask me stuff. How do you uh, G-O-O-G-L-E dot com? What's going on in the Netherlands? Beautiful place. So you want to understand like books. Books are. Listen, I didn't get on like deep book reading until like 30. I'm not going to BS you. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I was the kid that wanted a book. I hated books. I just didn't have time for it. Magazines because they have pictures. I was not a book person. Not going to lie to you. Audible. Audible. Yes. Audible changed my life. Books changed my life. I spent, I want to say $100 in books probably made me 100 times what I paid. Books was my greatest investment. Books and like courses, like lynda.com, my greatest investment. And I don't, let me take the, I'm not even talking about my stuff. I'm saying in general, education was my greatest investment. I love Audible. I don't even listen to music no more. A lot of people go and they get on in the car and they jam to shake that booty, shooting, shooting, block. I don't care about that. I don't, I, you can, I, I can't tell you what's on the, on the charts right now. Honestly, I can't, I can't tell you what's hot right now. I can tell you what's a good book to read. I can tell you what's a good podcast to listen to. My, I bought my ear pods so I can have one in at all time. And I'm always playing a podcast or a book. Always. If I'm cleaning up, I'm always, and I switch it up. Sometimes I like crime dramas. I like true drama, true crime. I like business stuff. I switch it up. I listened to my first Stephen King book. Hear a lot about Stephen King. Oh, he writes great horror movies until I listen to an audio book. And I was like, wow. I see when people say the book is better than the movie. I get it now. I get it now. For the first time in my life at the age of 35 or something, I got it. I'm always listening to a book or a podcast. I don't listen to much radio. There's, there isn't no benefit in music, right? There, you're not going to grow from music. Music may help you deal with stress. It may help you blah, blah, blah. It's cool. There's only so much booty shaking and twerking and shooting and killing and moving dope and love triangles you want to hear. And that you got to understand that information is going in your body. It's going to come out somehow, right? If you watch a lot of drama, you're going to be a drama queen, a drama king. If you watch a lot of drama, that's where you're going to be. Books, I feel like books is the closest thing to a person transferring data from their brain to yours. You know what I'm saying? You ever watch... You ever watch like Steph Curry play basketball and you're like, I wish there was an invention where you can just transfer the muscle memory from his jump shot to you. You know what I'm saying? Where you can just, I wish you can do that. I wish you can transfer Jordan's jumping ability from him to you and just get a piece of it. Literally, that's what a book does. Literally. It transfers the data 
from their mind to your mind. And you're like, okay, years of experience, data, everything. It reminds me of, um, you ever watch The Matrix where they're like, load, load up, give him karate, load up kung fu. And he's sitting there and it's like, he had a plug in the back of his head and he's like, and now he's like, oh, I know it now. Literally, that's what a book does for you. Literally. Someone say, yep, Steph Curry got a masterclass. Yeah, because people want that information. Education, self-education is the key to success. Self-education. So, um, you know, something to definitely think about. I don't listen to no music. I can't tell you it's hot. My playlists are so 90s, it ain't even funny. I love it when Media Smith say books, uh, he says, audio books are great when the writers narrate them too. Doesn't get more immersed. I, I, I love when a writer narrates their own book. It is the best ever. And I'm going to tell you why. If you listen to End of Jobs, um, which is a book I always talk about, the, the writer goes off topic often. He's like, pause. Let me tell you, because since I wrote the book, this has changed, that has changed, and I've learned this. And you should include that. Okay, let me go back to script. It is the best. I love it when a writer narrates their own book. I love it when a, a writer narrates it because you get so much more than those who are reading the book. And some people like tangible books and pages, and that's cool. I love audiobooks. I love them. I didn't, and look, don't, it's never too late. It's never, you're never too old. I didn't start listening to audiobooks until I was like 32. And I was like, I'm going to try one. Loved End of Jobs. End of Jobs is great for today's today's uh, landscape. If you're, End of Jobs is a must read or a must listen. So let's talk about more things you can do for the new normal. If you are into video production, if you were in the video production, you got to offer live streaming, right? If you bought a camera this year, this year, and you don't own live live streaming gear, I got bad news for you. It's gonna be rough, right? If you are, you got to have live streaming gear right now. If you are into content creation, you got to be able to offer live streaming. If not, if you're just in video production, if you cover events, if you cover events. Live streaming is the way your client. You may want to approach your client with the, with the idea to live stream. If they got social media, let's live stream to it. Huh? Well, do you know that if you live stream, everybody that's on your page gets a notification that you're on live and they tune in. Those are things you need to be presenting to your client live streaming. They need to live stream. If they're selling a product or a service, they need to live stream. Right. You know who you know what 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 went what started increasing again due to due to covid. This going to blow your mind. Home shopping network. Home shopping network is up. Home shopping network. Bruh. People are going they just at home like, oh. I'm about that. You got to reach people where they are. Newspaper ads, old school. You know what? I'm not even knocking newspaper ads and stuff right now. I, it's not my favorite, but people are home to read. People are home to read. What's going on, bro? Um, Any suggestion for starter live streaming gear 
on the top. Okay, so Sling Studio is my absolute favorite. I got a video coming on that. That's that's the king of the kings to me. That's my opinion. You can go get a, a, a video capture card and a laptop and get one camera and do it that way. Right? You can get a $100 cap card, capture card. Austria, what's going on? You can get a, a $100 uh, um, a hundred dollar capture card, run an HDMI cable from it to your camera, and you're live streaming to whatever platform they want. You don't have to start off with Sling Studio and be $1,600 in. You can make it simple. Hey, client, we're going to do a simple one-camera live stream where you answer questions from people who have dental questions. Cool. Come light up a nice little dental area. Let's set it up. Let's shoot it. Let's let the dentist go live. And let's have let's answer some questions. Let's let's post something a day before to get questions. Let's go live answering them questions, and let's answer the questions as they appear live. Boom. It's called engagement. You want you to be engaged with your audience. Let's switch gears and let's talk photography. Because you photographers. We're just doing photography. There's still a place for you. There's still a whole lot of space available in this era because clients need content. They shouldn't be putting out any content without somebody with a every every piece of picture they have, every piece of content they have that don't have a face mask on it is no good. It has expired. I seen a commercial from AT&T yesterday and it's one they shot a while back and they had a little disclaimer. Safe area, normally mask or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Because they didn't have mask on. Approach your clients with that. Every piece of picture, video, content you have on your social media, your website that don't have a person in a mask other than the headshot is expired. You know how dope it would be if you can get a doctor to do a headshot with a mask on? If it's like a big headshot, you know how dope that would be? Just as like a, you know, we're preparing just to show to their clients that, you know, we're we're doing everything we can to, you know, keep a safe environment. Or have like a team shot with mask or like all the headshots updated with mask. You know how dope that would be? Especially if they got like custom masks with their name on it or something like that. That would be super dope. I got your message. I got your message. I'll put it back on the screen. Um, That would be super dope. So something to definitely think about. Something to definitely, definitely think. Something that you want to do and you want to make sure that you mention to clients. Let me let me uh pause for our new sponsor right here. Let's see if this works. We'll see. It's been 50-50. Let's go for it. Hey, pause for a second. I know you're in the middle of something dope, but I want to make sure I tell you about a course over at Flash Film Academy that changed the game for me. It literally took my business from attracting mostly low-end clients to consistently landing bigger clients with bigger budgets. It's called the five key steps for creating an effective portfolio that converts. If you're a photographer, videographer, editor, or graphic designer, this course teaches you how to take what your brand does well and present those things in a way to help the client understand how your brand can help solve their problem. This course isn't just about editing, but helping you understand that when clients are trying to make a decision on why or even if they should work with you, blasting them with your best video clips set to music just won't cut it anymore. 
It doesn't set you apart, show value, or help buyers in the process of making a decision. This course teaches you how to create a commercial for your brand, providing a first impression that will help you 10x your ability to land clients. Remember, if you can't effectively tell your story, clients won't hire you to effectively tell their story. Create a demo reel that sells the client before you even speak to them. Go ahead, click the link. Let's get started. Yo, if you watched that and didn't really know, you would think that was live almost. But this is what we're going to do. For the last 20 minutes, we're going to go gold style. We're going to allow people to join the join the party. We're going to allow people to join the party. My gold members know what's up. They know what to do with that link. Make sure that link is out here so we could, uh, there we go. We'll let people join and get in and chop it up for a second. Um, so let, let's for, like, if you do graphic design, I will run a promotion where we can Photoshop a mask on existing pictures. There's so many ways to make money right now, right? There's so many ways to make money. You, you say you finally saw how valuable behind the scenes footage is after watching that course. It's extremely valuable. A lot of people don't, a lot of people sleep on that good cell phone footage, but that cell phone footage has helped me close some serious deals. We'll, we'll give you some more time to people to jump in. What's going on, Josh? Can you hear me? I can't hear me. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, okay. We'll let people jump on a live. This is what we usually do on our gold member chats. If you're not a gold member, you can hit the join now button, but you can see how we get down. Because holidays have been fa- falling on Thursdays, we haven't really had them. So, um, you know, this is how we usually get down. So if you got a webcam, if you on, I know it's caught some of y'all off off spot, but I want to make sure y'all can jump in and we can uh, we can chop it up real quick. And do our thing. I can have up to 10 people. So the first like 10 jump on you in. You know what I'm saying? What's going on, brother? What's up? What's up? Man, you know, this, just... this is reminiscent. We've been missing this for a minute. Yeah, it's it's been a minute. It's it's been a minute. Let me make sure I am uh in the place to be. Hold up. We got okay. Yeah, that was me. That was me. That was you, double time? Okay, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna do that then. So while we waiting, we get some people some time. What what are some of the hurdles you guys have faced in, you know, just bringing in business right now? If you faced any, I know I know you guys have been like you know you've been on all the lives, all the goals. So y'all kind of up to date on, you know, what I'm saying everything. But what are some of the areas you 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 kind of just running a little issue, a little static? Josh, man, yeah, Rodney already knows, man. I, I talked to Rodney. Um. So I've been trying to go, you know, give free content to dentists mm-hmm. and it's, it's not working. You know, I'm, I'm trying to show value and, and things like that. And it seems like no matter what I do, like I just made a logo, an animated logo mm-hmm. for a dentist and they liked it, but they just said they don't need any content right now, even though it was free. Right. And I'm so, just like, so this is the thing though. And I tell people all the time. When you approach them, are you approaching them like, hey, I got a company. I want to shoot this for you for free? Uh, for the first one I did, and then for this, this most recent one, um, I honestly, man, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, I just kind of sent them the logo to, to see if they liked it, and then I kind of told them, hey, um, I need more like dentist content. And pretty much, you know, I do want to shoot something for you guys to – you know, you know, get a solution for you guys. So 
and it's not working. So oh, okay, I'm gonna switch it. I'm gonna tell you how to switch it up. Right. Uh, Art of War. One of the most important things is to have as much information about about your enemy as possible. Look at their website. Look at their look at their look at the content that they have out. Look at their social media channels and approach them with a solution they don't know they have. Hey, notice that you guys haven't really posted a lot of content. You guys haven't posted in 26 days. Do you mind if I create something and post it for you guys or something that you guys can post? You know, my name is Ty. I own Flashfilm Media. What we do is we create content for dentists. And right now I'm just trying to work with a company uh, to help develop a product that I'm working on for dentists. And I'm looking for somebody to work with for free. You guys don't post often and, you know, you should post twice a week. Do you mind if I shoot some video and run it by you so that you can post it? You get that one on and then they're growing. Then you use them to kind of smear it in the face of everybody else. But if you go to them like, I want to sell you something for free, they're going to be like, nah, chief. Because everybody, like, as a business owner who have a brick and mortar, they're getting slammed with salesmen who are trying to survive right now. Yeah. Right? So if you go to them feeling any kind of salesy, they're going to be like, nah, bro. Like, if you feel like you selling anything, you can be selling something for free. They're going to be like, nah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like if you watch a commercial, it can be about any product in the world. But if it ends with a blue screen and a 1-800 number, you're like, I don't know. Shipping and handling yeah. mail. You know what I'm saying? You know they're selling something. Term, it's shipping, shipping and handling and processing fee. And But wait. You know what I'm saying? So as a, as a solution provider, right, sometimes in sales, you got to not be so salesy. Because we subconsciously check out of sales situations. Like you, like you subconsciously don't listen to commercials. That's why big companies are coming to YouTube, not to put a, not just to put a commercial in between your video, but to hire influencers to say to be talking like, yeah, you know, and we want to do video, but today what I really enjoy is a great coffee mug that I drink. My, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I looped you in to be a part of the conversation, it's like to be a part of to sell to you without you know you being sold to because it doesn't feel salesy. Right. You know what I'm saying? What's going on, Stingray? What's going on, guys? So so that's the goal. The goal is to whenever you approach people, whenever you walk in, if you got if you have enough information on them, information always get people attention. Right? I'm going to give you an example. I had a um and I think I I think I talked with you about this thing where I had a company, a roofing company, use a drone. And I don't know if it's even legal or ethical, but they used a drone to take a picture of my roof to highlight hot spots in my roof that may have been caused by hell damage. And I ain't think about fixing my roof. Who cares? Like, I'm like, whatever. And I get this letter and my roof is like red, red. And I'm like, man, those are the rooms that's always hot. Like, maybe I should look into this. And just because they had that information, I didn't feel like they were selling me something I didn't need. I feel like they were providing me with a solution that I didn't know it was to a problem that I didn't know I had. So when you walk into a dentist and you say, you guys, uh, you guys only posting two videos a month. Like you need to be consistent. Can I, can I do this for you? Can I take this off your hand? And you, and you create something for them. You know, hey, do you guys mind if I create, you know, videos for next month for you guys? And, if, you know, I'm, I'm trying to build up things on my end so I can present it to other dentists, but I'll do it to, for you for free. You know, I'll do the next month. If you decide you want more, you know, we'll talk about it there, whatever. But I, I just want to, you know, I just want to work with somebody so I can perfect this. 
and they'll say, yeah, go ahead, go for it. You know, I if, if after a month, you're going to get free videos and we can just be cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? I get, I get to help bolster my, or, or bring up my portfolio and you get free content and you good. We, you know, we friends. Um, so here, so here's my question about that. Like, like when you say it to me, as someone who like knows about content, it sounds good. But but yeah. when I go to the lady at the front desk, no. she's about to go on lunch break. She just, I like. She yeah. seems turned off by anything that doesn't have to do with her job. So bring like, her a muffin. Bring her some Starbucks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like bring her, bring her a five dollar Starbucks uh, car. If it's a big company. I am quick to man bring her bring her up. It's like a relationship, man. You you gonna have to. It's gonna take a little bit of foreplay, bro. Like you can't just you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like if it's a big company, if it's somebody you really really like, if it's a girl you really really like, you can't just run up on her and be like, "You my girlfriend, we together now." Like that's crazy guy. Like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It don't work like that. Like even if it's you can be Chris Brown and and a known singer that somebody love and you can run up on a girl and be like, "You my girlfriend." They're going to be like, "This Chris Brown guy is crazy in real life." <laughs> like you you got to warm people up, right? And if you're faced with a lot of front desk girls that are just like, "Whatever." Hey, here's a Starbucks, you know, $5 gift card. Free drink. And I just want to talk to you about your social media. Who can I talk to about it? And, and think mm. about it. It may seem like a lot, but I guarantee you, if I take a hundred dollars and I put it into Google, and I take a hundred dollars and I get twenty Starbucks gift cards for five dollars, I will get further with that gift card than I will with Google. Pause for a second. I know you're in the middle of something dope, but I wanted to make sure I tell you about a course over at Flash Film Academy that changed the game for me. It literally took my business from attracting mostly low-end clients to consistently landing and closing bigger clients with bigger budgets. It's called the five key steps for creating an effective portfolio that converts. If you're a photographer, videographer, editor, colorist, or graphic designer, it's very simple. This course teaches you how to take what your brand does well and present those things in a way that help the clients understand how your brand can solve their problems. When clients are trying to make a decision on why or even if they should work with you, blasting them with your best video clips set to music won't cut it anymore. It doesn't set you apart, show value, or help buyers in the process of making a decision. This course teaches you how to create a commercial for your brand providing a first impression that will help 10x your ability to land quality clients. Remember, if you can't effectively tell your story, clients won't hire you to effectively tell their story. Go to flashfilmacademy.com today to get started. Use promo code POD5, that's P-O-D-5, to save 15% off this course. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Get five, five companies you really like and approach them with information and a gift card. 
and and watch what happens. So you think get, getting a gift card will you know bribe bribe the girl at the front Heck desk? Yeah. She won't be like, okay, like now you're even, you're trying too hard. You can bribe almost get out. Almost every every girl you know can be bribed with a gift. Take yes. a girl a gift and, and then tell her something. She would be like, hey. You can bribe you can bribe almost anybody with a gift. I'll listen to what you gotta say for a five dollar gift card at Starbucks. <laughs> you can stop me on the street like, bro, five dollar I'm like, yo, okay. Uh would you you know what I'm saying? The the problem is we usually go in empty handed and we want something. You you you're asking for something. Like people's time is valuable. You know what I'm saying? For me to stop and give you my time, you gotta you gotta trade that for something. That is why that is why people People don't even want to give you their email address without getting something for free. That's why saying join my email list, like for what? That's why you got to be like save 10% off something. Or you'll see websites like save money off something or get an enter the drawing to win this. If you will join our email list, like the goal is to get people to be a part of their, their email. Now they're getting no audio again. That's crazy. <laughs> I think we we on the screen can all hear you. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah we can all hear. Like I've changed nothing. <laughs> huh. Ty, I had a question. Oh, um, oh. Sorry, sorry. I was just saying the gold, like those gold sessions, never. This never happens. This never happens. <laughs> they gotta pay that twenty four ninety nine. Quality. Wow. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, you get. Uh, so Ty, I was just wondering, um, how would you go about like narrowing down your niche? Like I've done uh, portraits, mostly models, uh, studio, and like family and events, but I've never like narrowed down to a niche. So when it comes, like as you always say, when it's time to like actually market and like attack, like because I don't have a niche, it's like I'm just spraying and praying. So yeah. how do you go about, I guess, narrowing down your niche or finding your niche? Um, so there's there's a few different ways. Um, there's a few different ways. And I kind of in the like it's a long, detailed answer. That's oh, yeah. that's 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 in the course is long. Anybody take the course is a long. But the short answer is trying to understand what's popping in your area mixed with what you love to do, what's profitable, you know, and what you because. You, because whatever you pick, you got to be able to talk about it like you love it, right? You're not going to be able to sell anything unless you can talk about it like you love it. Um, and it's important that when you talk to people, they can tell you really know your stuff. You like this. This is what you do. That That's what that's a, that's 25% of what make people hi- hire you. Because they're like, all right, this guy knows his stuff. You know, he's the best at it. Everybody I talk to is like, oh, we can do it. but But this guy knows his stuff. Um, so it's, it's really important. It's real important that it's something that has your, your passion. Like you can tell I love business, right? It's my thing. I love it. Business is important to me. Um, so, um, you know, you got to make sure that it falls within that, in that area before you choose it. That's, that's, that's the short answer. Um, then you got to make sure it's profitable in your area. If it's dentists, it's make sure it's 50 dentists in your area. Don't do it if it's just two. You know what I'm saying? Like, make sure that is it's enough people to... Because to, you'll be surprised. I know people that got crazy niches. I know people that do dog videos. Like, I know people that work with dog walking companies. I've, I've shot 
you know, five thousand dollar videos with dog walking companies before. That'll just be like, okay, you know what I'm saying? So it just depends on what you want to do and what you love doing. That's yeah. the short answer to it. Yeah, because I feel like I get pulled in like a lot of different directions. It's like one project could be a family portrait. Uh, one project could be a model. Mm-hmm. You know, in one time could be an event. Yeah. You know, money coming in, there's no real structure to it because I don't have a set package because every project is different. Right. It's really hard to specify things and, you know. And that's so the just thing. leads to a lot of frustration. <laughs> that's the thing, because you'll get caught into in doing whatever the money bring in. Like, you'll get caught in yeah. like, all right, I'm doing whatever the money bring. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just going to go in that direction. And you want to be careful with that. Like, it's like you're like, and the thing is this, I'm going to be honest with you. You're always going to have that. That's never going nowhere. The importance of a niche is knowing how to market to them people, how to market and bring in money when word of mouth ain't there. Right. How to how to market, how to put your brand in a position where you can still bring people in when money not when, when word of mouth is not working. So that's why that's extremely important. Um, and you can't get that by you don't want that to rely on how people feel in that month. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, during the situation we're going through, you don't want to rely on all your friends and family referring somebody and people are like, well, we're struggling. You want to make sure that, because there are some people that get it, that's looking for it, that understand. You want to make sure that those people are, you can get in front of those people. And when you get in front of those people, you are appealing to them based on, um, you're appealing to them based on what they're looking for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why that's important. Yeah, because I, I, it's definitely hard because it's like, you know, you'll get a client and they'll see like, oh, I saw you do event photography. And then it's like, oh, I didn't know you could do this. And then you do it. And then it's like, oh, yeah. I didn't know you could do this, too. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I can do more. It's just trying to narrow down so that way I can advertise and get the right clients. Because once you bring them in, like once you bring them in, they're going to they're gonna want you to do everything. Right? Yeah. They're going to want you to do, and that's fine. So I bring them in with my niche, and then I do everything for them. I do everything for them. Um, that, that's, you, like I said, you still can get a whole lot of everything, but you got to narrow where you want to invest your money. Your, your investment is, is greater when, um, when you understand who you're going after. You'll still get, it's just like, how can I put it? Um, if you're a guy who, if you go buy a Lamborghini, right? If you go buy a Lamborghini and you go stand outside of the club, you're going to pull the bad chicks. You're also going to pull the ones that you're going to pull people that's just shooting a shot too. Like you're going to pull everything below. Like when you start to aim at the top, you're going to get that and then everything below it as well. So don't feel like, you know, don't feel like it's not, you know, don't feel like you're going to miss out on that. You know what I'm saying? You're not. You you just, but you got to aim at the top. You can't just aim anywhere. You got to aim at, like you got to know exactly where you want to go with, um, where you want to go with your business and and then you'll be able to 
point your business in that area and still clean up everything below. I tell people all the time, don't 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 skip on the low hanging fruit. Like go get it. <laughs> like go go get the low hanging fruit. Like don't don't skim out on that. Yeah. You know, you're going you're going to have a layup every now and then. Um and that's okay. I'm trying to see if I can get I don't see if I can make changes so they can uh get the audio, but it's you know we'll see. Um, but you know, you definitely want to uh you gotta you gotta lock down the purpose of your brand. It'll make it so much easier for you to mark it, it it'll increase your ability to be successful. That's one thing that's really important. Yeah, being a jack of all trades isn't cutting it. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> it'll it'll feel good when you get a few things roll in, but it's not it's hard to sustain it. Because you don't yeah, look because you know, I, I feel like I don't get any momentum. It's like okay, yeah, I'd had a great month, but then it's like because the work is so different from project to project, mm-hmm. like I never feel like I get any traction. Yeah. Well, because you're not appealing to anybody. You're convenient. You're convenient. A, a jack of all trades is convenient. He's not appealing. He's convenient. Um, and that is that's it. You know, he's convenient. He's not the best at at. That's true. Anything like he's just like okay, well he do it. He don't cost that much. You'll never be, you'll never get top dollar for doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he do it. We guess we can work with him. We ain't, we don't feel like looking for nobody else. He's here now. He gonna knock it out. If somebody you'll, show up. You never you'll never get top dollar for doing. It. You, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think somebody. I can hear somebody. Somebody getting audio. I can hear somebody. Uh, so it's just something that it's just something to something that definitely you know you got to be mindful of. I don't understand why this is not. I'll try this again. But. You know, it sucks that guys can't, can't, uh, still aren't getting good audio. So much I can hear now. Perfect. Okay. So we back. We have audio now. You, you know what I, just for the record, guys, you know what I, what I changed? Absolutely nothing. I didn't change anything. I, we're getting phone calls and everything now. I didn't change anything. So. I, I don't know. It's weird. It's super weird, but I'm just happy you guys are good. Um, we were just talking about for those who just, you know, who just got back with us. We were talking about um, just niches, why niches are important. You can live without one, but it's not good to live without one. OK, we got audio now. We back up and running. Don't go changing. So, OK, we're, we're back in this thing. All right. Um so, you know, I, I kind of wanted to make sure that today, in today's era, going into 2021, you know, a lot of people are making resolutions and a lot of people are, are looking to um, looking at what what they want to change in their life. And a lot of people make a lot of changes in their life. And a lot of people are looking to say, OK, well, let's do this and do that. Right now is the time to take a step back and, and kind of digest the idea that. You need to change your business for what's coming. 
and what what today's market is and not have this idea of it'll come back. I just got to hold off. And and, and me, I'm I'm going to be real with you. All right. And I'm a throat punch to something that I know. My people, I love to death in Detroit. I love my people in the D, but a lot of people in the D have this. It's going to come back mentality. You know, cars are going to take off and Detroit is going to be what it was again. It's going to be Detroit used to be one of the it was the richest city in America at one time. Highest household income of any city ever or any city during this time. And cars, you know, Honda started making cars, Toyota started making things started changing. The industry started changing. They weren't as the city wasn't it relied on one industry and it wasn't as successful. And the mentality there is hasn't been for a long time. It's starting to be now, but for a long time, it's we're going to wait it out because it's just a dip and not we need to bring in. We need to attract different businesses so that we can have more than just the auto industry. Um, So you don't want to go into 2021 thinking I just got to hold out. You know, people are going to be back getting family portraits in no time or this is you you want to go into 2021 building your brand for today and not what and not to hold off to go back to yesterday. And I use an analogy last week of, you, you know, you don't want to save your VCR tapes hoping that the DVD fad is going to go away. It's not going to happen. Right. We're not going back to CDs. Music is not going back to tangible media. For what? It's just not going to happen. I don't want to carry something in my pocket. I don't care how little it is. I don't want to carry a micro SD card in my pocket when I can just pull it up on my phone. So it's just not going back, period. Um. So as we move ahead in business, there are some practices and some things that's just not going back to the way it was. And we need to prepare ourselves and build our business for today. Because if it go back, it's easy. We can just we all got a VCR we can pull out. And if it, you know, if, if somehow it does go back, we all got an old VCR that's worthless. So we can go to a store and buy one for $3 to play VCR tapes, VHS tapes. However, the goal is to prepare for today's world. And and you got to stay like, like as a small business, big businesses have problems doing that. One of the benefits of being a small business is being nimble, having the, having the ability to be flexible and change it up. Big businesses can't do that. They got to write all this whole, uh, you know, process. They got to create whole new systems. They got to create all this documentation and new culture for their business. that got to come from the top all the way. Down. We ain't got to do that. You can look at your, your wife or your partner and be like, hey, we're going to live stream weddings now. Cool. Done. Big businesses can't do that. So that is your advantage um, for being a small business. And in and, and, and today's, you know, market, stay nimble, stay light, prepare for what's in front of you, get, take what the defense gives you um, and, and, and go out and win. So that's that's something I want to because I got a lot of photographer friends is like, as soon as they turn around, we're going to get it right back to and I'm like. They're not going to make it. We're going to get right back in the food photography is you should be talking to these clients about what they're doing to keep food safe. That's the solution you should provide. Use that food photography and mix it in with, in, in, in ways to show their clients that they're safe while creating this great, delicious food that people love. Everybody got masks and gloves and stuff. So that's what you should be doing. And if you're not doing that, 
You may not make it until things get back to the point where we don't have to wear masks again. Because there's no telling when that's going to be. They're saying even with the vaccine, you should still rock a mask. So something to definitely think about. Um, any other any other questions or or or, or concerns when it comes to um, just surviving in 2020? I got a question. <laughs> I try to hold on. I don't want to make it all about me. Ask him. Go for it. Um, like how how can you tell the difference between when your price is too high and, and when customers are too cheap? <laughs> Right, I mean, because literally, just yet, I'm not gonna lie, uh, I was doing good this whole year, all the way up until December. Right, I've been I've been taking some L's, so it feels like an L. This customer wanted me to do 17 videos. She wants to do like a a masterclass type thing locally, and each video will be an hour long. And I think I I quoted her something that I thought was very reasonable mm-hmm. and she said it was way too expensive. Ask her, is she making money off this course? It, she is. Okay, then she, that's cheap. Okay, two things. Two things. And, and, and To be fair, to be fair to her, um, one, either she doesn't understand the potential of the course, she don't feel like there is no potential in the course. You know, she felt like I'm not going to make 50, 60, 100,000 off of it. Because if she thought that, she'd spend 20 to get it right. So sometimes value is in teaching people, like in teaching people the potential of what they're trying to do, right? Showing people what others are doing with their courses. That, that sometimes the value is there. Um, also, you know, value could be in providing something that can can help her understand how how by doing this we can sell more courses you know what i mean if we if we shoot it all at one time we can keep editing prices down and we can you know what i'm saying some or you may want to throw in something like you know we'll create a teaser trailer for you to add more value now there listen you meet a lot of people that got these pipe dreams to do these great things and they don't have the funds to do it they they don't understand. Yeah. They don't. They, and it ain't. It ain't. You can show them all the value in the world. Some people just won't spend a hundred thousand dollars for a car. Period. If they got it or not, they just won't spend a hundred thousand dollars for a car. However, there are people who understand the value of it, and it's nothing to them. It's nothing. Right. You just have to work with the right client. Mercedes is a great example of a business that builds itself on high end luxury. You can't even sniff a Mercedes unless you're ready to let go some money. This is not a place you come to pinch pennies. Period. This is not a penny pitching, penny pinching business or penny pinching brand. We don't offer value and all that. Best bet. That's for Kia and whoever else that's that's offering value like that. Like you know what I'm saying? We offer luxury. So sometimes if your brand is not built, a lot of people want to, you know, they want to put, they want to invest in their company like it's Kia, but want to charge Mercedes Benz prices. It don't work like that. You you can't have a $2 website and ask for, you know, $20,000 videos. It just, and I'm not even talking about gear. People think it's gear. That's what we mess up ourselves on. We think I got a $20,000 camera. I should be able to show up and charge all this money. It don't work like that. Because honestly, 
if you were to put five thousand in your camera and fifteen thousand into your business, you know, shirts, logos, websites, maybe a van, yada yada yada, to look to show up and look like that, it you would be way more valuable than if you were bummy with a red. If you were in some ripped jeans, a, a toe up t shirt, and you got a red helium or whatever, you got an an area Alexa, you like they don't care. But right. what they look at is the appearance of your business. So that's one thing I, I kind of challenge you to make sure that part is legit because when she's looking at that price, half of it could be the fact that she may feel like I can't sell enough courses to, to recoup that. And half of it may be, I don't feel like you can provide me with the course that I can sell and make this amount of money off of. Well, she, she got her, I did something for an app company and she's friends with the CEO of the app company and she's the one that referred me. Mm-hmm. So she knows she knows what we can do. And, you know, the price I sent to her was very similar to her friend who owns the app company. So, I, you know, that, that don't mean they that don't mean they ain't the same. Again, maybe maybe it's just the fact that she's cheap. They don't mean they got the same pockets. That, that don't mean they value the same things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if they were in, and this is why niche, go back to niche being important, right? If they were in the same niche, it's easy to tell them that this is what your target audience looks like. This is what, you know, what it costs in your area. And then that person, you know, there's no, but she could say, well, he made a million, he making a million dollars. I ain't about to make all that off this. So I'm trying to pay this. That's why it's important to have niche because without niche, you're going to run into people that's on different scales and, and you're going to be trying to sell them what they just bought for this price. And it's a barber who don't got $5,000 to spend on a video. So now you got to, you know what I'm saying? You got to shift and adjust and you don't want to be that way. I want to knock, I want to work with only people that got 10, that understand that this is going to be 10,000 or above. And I don't have to adjust to, cause the people, they're not going to think of like when you switch industries, they're not going to look at how much video you provided the last guy. They're going to just say, I, I, this is what I got to work with. This is how many videos I need. Right. They're not going to accommodate you. They're going to expect you to accommodate them. And that's why referrals aren't always good. Referrals aren't always good. Real quick, um, there's a question that popped up that says, for location streaming, I've been using T-Mobile Hotspot with a couple of hiccups. I want to set up my connection game um, with the Live You Solo 1200. I'm looking at a dual SIM failover uh, router instead. Okay, let me be really, 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 really honest. This is back live. Yep. Let me be really honest when it comes to connection. I am big on BYOC. Bring your own connection because I don't want to be responsible for it. There's, I don't want to be responsible for your connection. Every business that wants to go live should have Wi-Fi. Every business that wants to go live should have Wi-Fi. You can't tell me you want to go live and you don't have Wi-Fi. I don't want to be responsible for AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon's coverage on the 15th floor of your building heading facing east. I don't want to be responsible for that. Not me. So in my contract, it stipulates that you have to provide me with the connection. Now, when I get there, I'll run a speed test. That speed test say we connected at 1.5 megs. I'm going to let you know. We got a 1.5 meg connection. You're going to get 480 at best. That's your connection. 
I usually ask clients to check their speed wherever they are before we do business. So that's just that's just me. I I I you know I don't want to be responsible for that connection because you will never get it right until five G gets to the point where it's everywhere. You just you won't get it right. You, it, you'll have problems. I don't want those problems. I don't want to be responsible for those problems. So, um, be careful of that. And I don't want to invest $2,000, um, into equipment and still have problems. So uh, yeah. real quick, yep. uh, Ty, man, big shout out. Um, I've been getting a lot of compliments. I, on, uh, I went and got the uh, embroidered shorts from uh, Queensboro. Okay. So uh, I've been getting a lot of compliments on that. Definitely look the part. You'd be surprised at who's taking you serious when you show up and you got your logo on your shirt. You'd be surprised how 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 them checks increase because you got your logo on your little stuff like those are little things that I'm like you add this little this is going to add 5% this going to add 5% this going to add 5% now you up 25% you know what I'm saying like you it's little stuff like that that people are comfortable cutting that check the next step I tell people go buy you a van and wrap it go buy you a van and wrap it when you make your first get your first $10,000 job go buy you a van and get it wrapped. We'll get you a, a used $5,000 whatever. I like Ford Transit Connects. You know, you may be a baller. You may want to do Sprinter. You may be like Bay down in Puerto Rico with the, with the you know, baller status, you know, on the beach. You know what I'm saying? You may be like a Sprinter. I want a Sprinter van for me. You know what I'm saying? Down there, you know, with the models. Whole family full of models. Let me get that on the big screen. Look at this guy. He by the pool. Here we are freezing. He by the pool palm trees you know with the nice colors and everything i'm coming out there watch we gonna have we, our next one-on-one gonna be in person i'm gonna be out there you know you get you want to get it you want to get out there relaxing you want to get it you know the next step i tell people is to get a company van or get just some type of cargo van and wrap it it just makes you look when you come in with it i mean think about it, it if you got to spend money would you rather have a guy that shows up in regular clothes and he just hands is just in his pocket? Or would you rather have a guy in a uniform with a clipboard and you look outside and the car matched the shirt, matched the hat, matched the, the invoice? You feel comfortable spending money with that. You you don't even, you know, you, even when you go to Chick-fil-A, you ever go to Chick-fil-A, if you're in an area where Chick-fil-A is and the line is long, right? The line will be wrapped around the corner. The people who are out there to take your order, they'd be Chick-fil-A up everywhere, right? Because if they didn't, even though they're standing right outside the building, you would be like, I don't know if I want to give you my credit card, bro. Like, I don't know if I want to swipe my card with you, bro. You ain't got on a Chick-fil-A hat or nothing. You just got on a red shirt. Like, I don't know. I'm scared. We're standing in the parking lot. You know what I'm saying? One time a bum got me. I went to pay to park my car. He was just out there like, yo, you parking there? It's $5. I'm like, bet. I come back to attend it like, you didn't even pay. I'm like, I gave it to my man that was out there. He's like, he didn't work for us. I was like, oh. That's some stuff that gets you in the D when you get you in Detroit when you're young. He was out there collecting. Like, it was 10 cars behind me. He was going like, you pull right there. Give me the $10. You pull right there. My man made two, $300 and was gone. Here we are with boots on our cars wondering why we, uh, you know what I'm saying? So, 
You get you get robbed like that, you ain't doing it. That's a good little hustle. You want to go stand in the parking lot during the event and just collect cash by the front. If the line way down the street, just walk down the line and be like, hey, you get, and get you, you know what I'm saying? You ain't hear that from me though. But you you know, those are things that make people comfortable when they when they're doing business with you. Just brands, they want to see your your brand. And a lot of people, those are little things that people skip over. They open barbecue spots and barbecue spots on the corner. They just got t-shirts and and you know, those are little things that as a buyer, you understand, as a seller, people think that I'm, I, I can get away with I'm cool without it. I ain't worried about it. It's little stuff like that that add up to, you know, having a business where you can make the money you want to make and charge what you want to make. I guarantee you, if you make a lot of little changes, your jobs will get bigger and bigger and you'll be like, dang, I'm, I, you know, at first you're not going to know why and then you're going to look at the little changes that you made. You know, and then you can be on the beach like somebody, you know, that's that's around here on the bottom, you know. You can be looking at palm trees right now, you know what I'm saying? I ain't jealous, not at all, you know. Drink my coffee. Yo, don't hate the player, man. It's just the game. Don't hate the player. <laughs> <laughs> that's the hood version to it's it's not personal, it's business. <laughs> that's the hood like translation of though. <laughs> it's not personal, it's just business. <laughs> I feel you, man. Enjoy it for me, man. Gosh, I'll be out there soon. But I want to make sure anybody, any other questions? Josh, if you got another question, go right ahead. Tim, if you got a question, Austin, go ahead, jump into it. If y'all got more questions, we get ready to wrap in a minute. But I want to make sure people are are good, you know. So, so I got a quick question on that cam link. So, what I I just plug that thing in and, and and it's ready to go. Yep, your computer. What I like about cam link is your computer recognizes as a webcam and that's important compared to a lot of other video capture cards because webcam you can use for a lot more applications like like there's an app where if i wanted to there's a snapchat filter app right that's live and i can do snapchat filters i can be smooth i'm on here looking rough i can be smooth skin if i wanted to live and you wouldn't even know but how's that different from Sony Imaging? Was that Imaging Live or something like that? So how's though, that different from what Sony uses? Those apps are are sort of similar. I think they just rolled out um, an update that allow you to use it as a webcam. Yep, the HDMI right, version right. just lets you plug anything into it. So okay. if okay. you decide you want to get a cheap switcher and do multicam, you can plug it right into that HDMI port. In the future, yeah, the black magic works the same way. Yeah. Yep. So you need two cam links then to be able to switch back and forth. Nope. Like if you have- switcher. You need a switcher that goes into the cam link. So your okay. your your video out from the switcher will go through the cam link. Hmm. Oh, okay. And the cam link will be able to handle two cameras with the switcher. Correct, because the switcher handles the two cameras. The switcher is only sending out one signal, and it's sending okay. that out to the cam link. Yep. Okay. Awesome. So you're basically saying like if this was a switcher, right? Mm-hmm. All the cameras are feeding into this. Make them big tight so I can see that switcher, please. Oh, what? Well, no, it's it's just my phone. It's just my phone. So. Oh, okay, okay. So you're saying basically, well, yeah. So like, look at look at Tim's. Tim's yeah. got the switcher. Yep. So Tim, basically, all you got all your four inputs. One through four is cameras that you can add, and then there's only one that's coming out. The HDMI coming out. The HDMI out is flipped, but that one out will go into the cam link. Cam link, okay. Yep. And the switcher would determine what camera is shown 
of course, because you're switching back and forth. The switcher would determine okay. what okay. camera is being shown um, through that output, but it'll allow you to connect more, and that way you're not unplugging it. Because really, the, the, the old way of doing it is unplugging it and plugging it. Um, I'm going to plug in camera two, just kind of like the old okay. phone, you know, but the switcher allows you to just hit a button. So, yeah, and, and okay. the, you need long cables for that then, right? Though for the, the, To go from camera to the switcher. Yes. Well, what's great about Sling is it's wireless. Okay. That's what I was doing. That's, yeah, that's the bonus wireless. of Sling is it's wireless. You just need the box. Okay. And with the, the Black Magic, you can hook it up through USB-C, and it'll read it as a, just as a webcam. Perfect. Yep. So that's how you okay. And then, actually, I, I use the HDMI out, and we'll go to, like, an Atomos recorder to have a clean cut. So that you don't have any of the mess ups of any of the live. So you record. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Man, I just got this photography thing now. Now I got to switch, switch lanes. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be about the same. You had a question, also? Yeah, Ty. I had a quick question. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's a beta or you, or maybe you just sent a proposal. Aside from putting kind of a expiration date on your proposal or on your offer, mm-hmm. what's the best way to like light a fire under these people? You know, let them know that this is something. You obviously we want them to do it as quick as possible. But what's what what is a way to make sure that they're thinking about it? You know, is it keeping in contact? Something that I was saying was you know like a new year is an amazing time and an amazing opportunity to kind of refresh yourself. But aside from that, what is that's a good question. That's a good question. So, so way th- I, I use a, a multitude of different things, right? I usually pitch a solution that's time based. Hey, January is a perfect time where people are doing this, that, and the other. We should definitely create this content to go after that audience. That's one way to do it. If we do it in February, it's too late. We got to come back to the drawing board. Number two is yes, I put an expiration date on my proposal. And pricing change. Things change, especially with what's going on in today's world. There's no telling. If we got shutdowns, we got that's two. Number three, and this is something that a lot of businesses use, is strictly supply and demand. Right? You go to a club, they got people standing outside in the line, you get in, you like this mug ain't even packed. Why they got people standing outside the line? To make it look busy so that people will want to come to that club. So I am always busy. When I talk to clients, I am always busy. I'm never like, oh, we don't got nothing to do. I'm always like, hey, finishing the shoot, going to another shoot. Love to talk to you. Let's talk. Maybe I, let's, let's schedule a time where I can. I'm always busy to my clients. I'm available, mm. but I'm always busy. We're, we're good at what we do. We work with a lot of top brands. Those brands understand the value that we bring. And be, because of this, we're always working with great brands. So if you want to be a part of this, we got to get it look like we need to do it within the time frame we suggest or, or okay. that we agree on. I got you. So you, you, you're kind of um, it's it's really a supply and demand. It's really an exclusive thing like great, you know, great hairstylists are booked out until July and you know what I'm saying June. And they're, they're like that for a reason, not just because they're busy, but they understand the importance of supply and demand. And sometimes you have to approach your customer and drop that little nugget, you know, Hey, you know, what days were you guys thinking about doing this? Because, you know, our, our January is, is pretty thick. Our February is, is super packed. 
our March, we're starting to fill up March and I want to make sure the dates we, I always present whenever I ask you for a date, I always present it that way. Like, uh, let me see, because you want to take the power from them saying, oh, well, we'll get around to, you want to take the, you want to take the power away from it by offering a solution that is a, that is an expiring solution. Um, having a busy calendar and making sure that, Hey, this pricing is for 30, you know, we can lock this in for 30 days, but you know, if something happened and we go back to lockdown, you know, I got, I got to pay workers more to show up. You know what I'm saying? Like I got, it's going, it's just going to be more expensive. Um, so let's get this done and let's shoot as much as we can for the year at one time, if possible. One of the, the ones that I like to use is, is one, go to their competitors and then essentially stack them against each other mm-hmm. and say, hey, you know, we only have enough space for maybe one, two more shoots. And we actually gave the exact same proposal to, you know, a similar dentist that's a couple miles away and, and build that so that they are essentially like whoever gets it first, they're the ones that are going to capitalize in the market. Yeah, A lot of businesses want to be first to the market. And if they can outcompete their competitors, that tends to get them to sign right away. Mm-hmm. Even if they're not first, they may want to be better. What yeah. do they got? Double it. Yeah. And some of them will pay more money so that they can have that spot or get that stuff done. And that's one of the best things that we use is like, you know, find a few competitors and stack them against each other. Because if you're going after all dentists, then it's really easy. You have all the same kind of proposal and let them know, like, it is first come, first serve. Like, if they pick it up, unfortunately, you know, we're going to have to push it out maybe a month, two months before we can do it. Definitely something that you want to think about, like in your daily job and your business, if you if you or you work in a company, contests are used to create competition that makes people work harder. Right. If, you, if I pit you two against each other, you'll work much harder trying to beat each other than you would if there was no competition. So things like gamification and competition in the workplace and sweepstakes and whoever get the most sales this month going to get an extra day off. Those things increase sales. And not to go super historic or, or like history on you, but when you look at things like like Jim Crow laws or like back in the day where, you know, we go to the slavery route, um, they would pit people against each other, light skin versus dark skin or this versus this hair versus that hair. Or even today, you're always competing against each other. And like you subconsciously, you compete against people and don't know why because you've been it's been instilled in you throughout the years to be competitive no matter what color you are but you've been pushed to compete against your against your person or against another person because the winner is the boss because if y'all all just did whatever y'all would bring in fives and sixes but if i make it a competition and say we're you know it's nothing for me to say we're going to give away a free playstation 5 and that's 500 dollars to get you guys to work harder you guys been brought in 50 percent more business to win a 500 dollar playstation so it's a great investment, you know, um, and those are that, it's just a, that's just a mentality of the boss, the, the guy in charge, because he understands he can get more productivity when he when there is a something to win or there's competition. So even when you work with your clients, I always mention the competitor. 
I always mention, hey, we did this for John. Look at what they did, and they're doing this, that, and the other. It's really helped them. Do you guys need help in that area? To hear them, like to see them sometime? Like, oh, really? Let me see that. They're doing that? Yep. You know, and what, you know, we want to do, we want to do more than what they did. Okay, well, their video was 4,500. That's no problem. We can work you out something. They don't care. Like, once they see what the competitor's doing, they will jump off a bridge to beat the competitor. And the more high-end your client is, the more competitive they are. Because successful people are very competitive people. Like, like Michael Jordan is very competitive. People clown LeBron because they say he don't got the dog in him or he not as, he not as competitive. But, you know, the Kobe Bryants, those guys are just competitive. They just want to win. And anybody who is a business owner that has a successful business, they're competitive by nature. So use that to use that to win. Use that to win. And and I always mention that. That's why it's important. To, when I say beta testing, that's why it's important to beta test the biggest beta tester you can get because all the little guys want to be like him. They want to beat him. They want to they want to dethrone him. And if you and you're like, oh, we work with him. We do videos every week. You're saying you don't need any videos? Okay. Well, here's my card. Call me if you, you know what I'm saying? I'm 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 notorious for hitting them with that. Like, oh, none? So you you you're posting on social media once a month. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I'm working with uh I'm working with Sure Smile down the street. We're doing two videos a week. They're bringing in 20 new clients a a, a week off those videos. Their seats and look empty, but they're they're full. You're good. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you want to, you know, when you're ready to take it to the next level, like sure, smile. I, I would I would love to put something together to help you guys. I mean, not in the you know, I'm joking now, but not in a way where it's like, but you want to throw punch them a little bit, like oh, it's empty seat over there. Okay. No, we can see you doing that, Todd. We can see you saying that. Hey, I, you know, if it's like my third time coming in, I will hit them like that. But you know what I'm saying, like you know. It's you got to kind of you sometimes you got to bring them back down to reality. Like I see an empty chair, bro. We're doing this for them. They don't have empty chairs. So, okay. Sometimes you're dating and you meet a girl and she's like, oh, I don't know. You're like, you don't got a boyfriend. That last guy treated you bad. I'm here to love you. Like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? So. Um, somebody said, who got a pet chicken over there? That's actually, I think that's Bay. He's out on the islands where animals are roaming free. And he uh, is in the jungle. I'm out in the country, man. Yeah. I'm out in the country, man. That's where you get chicks, man. He's in, those are roosters letting him know that the beautiful, warm sunset, the sun is above the the sparkling ocean right now. That's Yo, that what that is. That is hilarious, man. That is hilarious. <laughs> He's letting you, the roosters are telling you that you're in the wrong place right now. You're somewhere cold, and he's in a beautiful tropical island right now. Yo, in, in about two hours, you're going to hear uh, coquis, those little frogs all over the place, see, man. See it's crazy saying? out here, see? man. Here we are see, with bro? rats and roaches, and he out there with uh... <laughs> Here we are swatting <laughs> nets and, and, and bay out there, you know what I'm saying, looking at the ocean right now. So, you know, it's all good. Let that motivate you. Let's let's take a moment to let Bay show us your uh front facing camera again. Let's take a moment to let this motivate you to uh 
to uh, close on more sales and get more beta clients and sell more with the poll. More services today. Look at look at that flag. Look at the Puerto was that the Puerto Rican flag? Look at the Puerto Rico flag just blowing beautifully in the wind. Bay has on some beautiful uh tropical attire and he's just relaxing in shorts right now. Look at your life and look at his life. This is what happens when you sell a whole lot of great <laughs> with headshots, with his so you know what I'm saying? Yo, Ty, yo, Ty just loves talking, man. Don't listen to him, man. Let this be your motivation, Ty those who are watching. <laughs> this should motivate you to to want to get out and make twenty twenty one a good year for you so you can sit and and have a beer with Bay on the beach one day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, I think nah, we, 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 we it all off, but he never denied any of it. He, he don't. He didn't deny none of it. <laughs> <laughs> he never denied any of it. Little flags flapping in the wind, swimming pool right there. Oh man, that's hilarious. People are like I hear. People are like I hear chickens, and yeah, it's just wonderful. Just wild animals you hear. It's just free roaming <laughs> roosters, is what you hear. Yo, that's what you call free range chickens, man. Free yeah. range. The, yeah, you know what I'm talking living about. Living a life over there. Here I am oh, with a sweatshirt, <laughs> drinking coffee to stay warm. But one day. One day. <laughs> I ain't mad at you, bro. <laughs> yeah, only a couple more days, man. Then I'll be back. I've seen uh, great shots on Instagram. A lot of, <laughs> lot of great <laughs> images on Instagram, man. Hey, so I got a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're killing me on Instagram, man. <laughs> You're doing good, though. You're killing me. If you, if you don't follow Bay, follow, follow Bay. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. He got some uh, great images out, out there because he, he travels. We take a whole trunk. <laughs> Of uh, camera gear and everything, he's just—I I gotta get—he's just had everything, just soft boxes and everything, just a trunk, not a backpack, but a <laughs> trunk full of gear on vacation. Hey, listen, I went live with my drone on uh, Facebook the other day, man. I figured out how to do that, and I had the drone up in the air live on Facebook. I couldn't believe it, man. Just, just beautiful. Just people at home, just COVID and and on lockdown, <laughs> just mad. Yo. Yo, COVID's out here too, man. It's everywhere, so, you know? COVID roosters. <laughs> Go ahead, Rodney, my bad. Go ahead, Rodney. <laughs> it's bird flu. We call it bird flu. <laughs> Go ahead, Rodney. Hey, so you mentioned Instagram. Uh, and something the missus and I have come across, it's probably been a couple of months now, been trying to get it fixed, is for some reason... We got our account disabled, and they said it was because of a terms of service violation. And straight up, all I simply did when I got out of the hospital, mm-hmm. I did two little three-minute videos. I posted them on Facebook, if I remember correctly, and I posted them on Instagram. And nothing. I mean, no nudity, no vulgarity, no nothing. Just like, hey, look, just want to you know, send a shout-out, blah, blah, blah. You know, here's what happened to me, yada, yada, yada. Shout out to everybody in the hospital. Here's some names. Thank you, guys. Boom. And then after that second one hit, probably within a few days, I couldn't get on. And next thing you know, it's been terminated. So I've tried to go through their process, per se. Mm-hmm. They say it's like usually like a bot situation. And I've done the situation with the number, you know, hold up the code, send in my picture and all this stuff, and have gotten no response. And I'm trying to figure out the, the last thing I've heard is that because it was even tied to our Facebook account, is to create an ad on your Facebook account and then that will get you connected through live support on Facebook. 
and then they can actually more than likely get your account reinstated. But I don't know what the validity of that is, or if there's any other way, or why they would have even shut it down in the first place. Let me ask you a really important question. How many followers do you have? Not a lot. You ever thought about just creating a new one? Like, peace. We had that with our name, though. It was like our name was attached and everything. Like, I mean, we had a couple of hundred. Because I know... I know people who've had a situation with um, with Instagram that have been waiting months to get it fixed. Months to get it fixed. So I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying that, you know, it, it, it may not be worth it. Depending on, like I said, if it's the name, then yeah, maybe. But... They're just not, they're so backed up right now. They're just not really quick to fix things, especially things like that. If you don't have a ton of, if you don't have a ton of like followers, they're just like dragging their feet. If you're not a high profile um, celebrity right now, they're just dragging their feet. So that's just, that's what makes it hard. And, and, and it kind of sucks because you're at the mercy of them. Right. It kind of sucks because you're just waiting. If you're not a, if you're not a celebrity that can make noise other places, they're kind of like, "We'll get to you." Thank you for that. Yeah. And, I, and I will just give a little a little tidbits. I know Josh was talking about some challenges he was having before as well. Um, th- this can be meant figuratively and literally, figuratively in the sense as far as getting out there, putting in the work, marketing, branding, and all that. Uh, and then in the literal sense, literally open up your mouth to talking to people. Closed mouths don't get fed. Yeah. Closed mouths don't get fed. We actually went somewhere yesterday. Um, I So the missus, I, I'm in the big boy club too, dude, so I love to eat. That, that's not a, a lie about that. All right, so big boy represent. Um, <laughs> so they've got a new spot that's open that and I didn't realize that until I said something to somebody because this is sort of like a food court in downtown Central. Tim, you might know where it's at, 505 Central? Okay. So a lot of good food in there. Uh, we went in and we hit up a couple of different spots, got some samples, uh, bought some food. And then on the way out, I didn't realize the lady that had checked us in was actually one of the supervisors, like one of the managing folks. And so we were just getting to talk. I was like, hey, just out of curiosity, you know, who does, like, like your marketing stuff? Blah, 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 blah. Because I was just asking her about, you know, creating content. It's like, yeah, it's like, we've got a content creation media production company. Um, talk to this so She ended up giving me, like, her name and then two others, like the general manager um, and then the, uh, I think, the CEO or whoever. And I never would have even been able to have the opportunity for her to say, do you have a card if we hadn't said anything? And so the hope and, if, and Tim, and I mean this with all due respect, if you're already working it or know somebody working it, let me know. If you, okay, all right, cool. He's like, I'm about to go working now, though. He's like, I'm on it now. Well, no, Tim's got game. That's all I'm going to say on that. And I give Tim respect. So what, you know, we're looking at doing is, you know, doing like a contractual situation where we can set them up like, you know, a monthly plan or whatever. And do exactly what you're talking about. Like, look, you know, how many folks are coming in? What can we do to bring people in here? Whether it's via delivery through Grubhub or Uber Eats, 
or get folks to come down here, you know, on takeout or whatever, show them how you are, you know, practicing COVID protocols and keeping the food safe and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And just if this hadn't opened up, nothing would have happened. So just get out there, folks, and just step your game up, ask folks, open your mouth, because you never know. Because they literally just said, we are, we just opened up in November, and we are looking at getting a lot of marketing stuff done. Something along those lines. Have them go through the challenge that I sent you. Oh, crap. So, yeah, because there's about, gosh, I don't know, like 10 restaurants in there? Yeah. Okay. We can do that. We can do that. And so we talked to a couple of the owners in there. So we can do that. Yeah, well, I said, you, I, I sent you the, the stuff for it. Anytime, anytime you're sitting somewhere, look at their social media. Any place that you like, a mom and pop shop that you like, and you're sitting there eating and you're getting food, look up their social media. Look at their social media. Look at their website. You know, de- definitely. Uh, go ahead, Austin. Yo, I had a quick question just thinking about what I had uh, said earlier. You said go after those top dogs, you know, in your niche. Um, I don't know. It might be kind of a stupid question, but how do you guys determine what that top dog is? Like, do you just think of, like, the first billboard you saw recently for someone in your niche? Or do you guys have, like, you just Google it? Do you go to Facebook? I'm just, I'm just curious. It's a pretty little detail, but, like, if you guys were going to find your the top dog of the niche you're going to, what, what would be your first, uh, you know, go-to? Um, I know for me, and I, I can't speak for everybody, but for me, yeah. I'm usually looking at who gets my attention when I'm not like, like what companies pop out at you when you're not looking for them. Right. Like, like Coca-Cola pops out at me. If I don't, even if I don't have the taste for a Coca-Cola, like Rotor-Rooter, I can think of off the top of my head. Everybody knows the JG Wentworth song. Like there's companies that you just, it just, they're just in your head. Like you don't even mm-hmm. understand why they're in your head, but depending on what your niche is, even if you talk to people, and I ask random people, like, what company comes to mind when you think about dentists in this area? And and I would just listen to what people are saying if if you don't have something that pops into your head. Like, in my head, in my area, there's this one company, I can't think of the name of them. They're doing, they're popping up, like, something dentistry. They got all these radio ads, and they're popping up new dentist places like crazy in Texas. I can't think of the name of them, but they're everywhere. Yeah. Like, like those are usually companies that are spending a lot on marketing. I'm going to be honest with you. Those are the ones I want to go after because those are the yeah. ones that are, um, those are the ones that are like envied the most. They, yeah. And they they're the obviously, they obviously see the importance of it. Yeah. Well, one of the other things that you can do is uh, if you go to Google, just type in whatever, right? Dentists, the ones that are paying for ads, mm-hmm. those are your best bet because they have ad budgets, yep. right? They're already spending money on ads. You can do the same with Yelp, any of those. Anyone that you see like on Yelp that has video content, they are paying to be able to put that on Yelp. So they're the ones that are paying for it. And it's easier to sell somebody on advertising that's already paying for it or video content or any of that stuff. Where do you guys look post in the comments where you guys look for businesses when you need, when you, when you're a customer, right? Where where are you looking for business when you're a customer, not as a seeking to do business with someone, but if you have a flat tire or you need to replace a a rim or wheel on your car, like where are you looking post that in the the comment? 
because some places, you know, some people have certain places that come to mind, you know, that's different. Um, you know, I, I used to go like uh, Craigslist used to be a, a big place to, to find used stuff and just fake Facebook marketplace of just taking over. Bay, you said uh, you said Expedia, Bay. You said you said uh, Travelocity. So it's just something to think about. Um, you know, it's just something to think about depending on where you are. Yeah. Yeah. That that for uh that that's a great one. She says her daughter. Um, let's see. A lot of people don't don't think about working in youth sports. Um, because they feel like it's not a lot of money, but it is a lot of money when you divide it up by all the parents. If you can get in with the league and put a simple three camera setup and have it a part, a part of the, the like dues and stuff, you'd make a killer depending on where you are and how serious they take sports. So it's something to think about. Something to think about. I, 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 uh, it's definitely, it's definitely a lot of money there. It's just you have to find a way to go after the team um, and not just one person. You don't want to live stream it for one mom. You want to live stream it for the whole team. The team's willing to spend five, six, eight, a thousand dollars, you know, eight hundred dollars a game, and you're out there doing three games. It may be worth your time. So, um, you know, something to think about. Google Yellow Pages. People still use Yellow Pages. I ain't use yellow pages in a minute. So it's definitely something to think about. But, you know, right now is you got to think about business differently, people. You got to just make sure that you're you're not looking at this situation as a negative situation because it's not. This is a this is I told you millionaires are made during uh, economic downfalls. Like a lot of millionaires came out of the Great Depression. Please, please, please do the research on that because there's a lot of millionaires that that were born in the out of the depression, and they were just smart and tactical, and they understood the opportunity that, that lied ahead of them, instead of, you know, um, kind of falling into the mindset of we're doomed. We're you know, sometimes you may have to not eat to buy. A, a you know a bunch of blankets to resell like you know what i'm saying like so you got to think about ways to just be to be profitable um walk in or linkedin facebook to get better beta clients walk in always beta clients 100% walk in i do not use marketing to get to get beta clients never i'm always cuz it doesn't feel like a unique opportunity for that business owner it feel like a bulletin board when you do a beta client, my goal is to build a relationship with you. I need information. I need very detailed information from you to grow my business, to help you grow your business. And I don't want you to see something on Craigslist and sign up. It just don't feel right. You, you just, you're not comfortable with it. I rather, I rather approach you and walk in and you see my business name. You see, we got business cards. You see that I'm serious about it. Um, marketing to general customers and clients work that way. But I'm always walking in. Yep, with a Starbucks card. Yep. You had a question, bro? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. So um, it was a question regarding, because I asked you a question, uh, I think it was the last live, and, you know, about the uh, production and, me- and media, because I'm in the process of just creating a new name. Um, 
And, you know, I remember last time you told me that it all depends on your on your niche and your target audience and who you're going to work with. Yep. But wouldn't you want to have the name set in stone before you approach that target audience that you want to work with? So then again, how would you be able to determine if you want to be a production company or a media company before bringing your, you know, yourself as a complete brand and name, you know, and everything else to your uh, beta client? So there's a few ways I would I would go at, at that. All right. So I'm going to I'm going to give you both ways, depending on where, where you may be in the process. The first way is if I have not picked a name and I'm currently working off. Ty Turner Productions, which I tell you never do. Let's say let's say you went out and you started, you know, I went out and I started Ty Turner Productions. But then I learned, hey, that's not the route to go. I need to I need to create a name that suits my my uh my niche. If I'm approaching a beta tester, I'm approaching them with that information. Hey, I'm currently Ty Turner Productions. We're looking to work with dentists. So we're going through a transformation and I need your help to create content so I can help with this transformation because we only want to work with dentists. So I'm being really honest with them up front. And what's great is I get to bounce names off that beta client to say, which one of these would you work with without a doubt? Like if you had to choose between these four, which one pops out to you? Oh, well, dental, dental, uh, dental video, video media pops out to me the most over sporadic content productions or whatever, or, or super camera guys, they'll help you determine what the right name should be because they're your target audience. So that's how I would approach them. Um, if I'm in the naming stage of my business, this is what we're currently doing. Cause really you want to make sure that you're not approaching them with, we're going to do this for you. We're going to do that for you. We're going to do this for you. And more of, Hey, I really need your help. Like I need your help. In exchange for your help, I'm giving you content, but I need your help to build my brand. And in getting that help, I'm going to give you, I'm going I'm to give you content that will cost thousands for your website. And that's what you get. And a lot of times we go in with the, I'm going to do something for you or, or here, I'm giving you something and we feel salesy. Clients are like, ah, but if you, if you talk to an owner, a man to man, business owner, business owner. I'm starting this company. I really want to help people like you that are in your situation, but I don't know where to start. And a friend would be so valuable. Somebody that I can really talk to and bounce these ideas off of in exchange for your help and just helping me figure this out. I'm going to create content for your company, your website, your social media. And, we, and, and I'll exchange what I do well for insight and your expertise. That is that is the importance of a beta client. Don't approach them just giving them something. Don't approach them just to get st stuff for your portfolio. That is not the most valuable thing to get in that exchange. The most valuable thing to get in that exchange is the information, the insight to being a business owner or to insight from that business owner on what works and what don't. Because what's going to blow your mind, I promise you, one of the most harsh throat punches I ever survived was going to my target audience, my niche with all these great ideas I had for videos. And they was like, dude, we really don't need none of that. That's cool and all, but we don't need that.
this is what we need. And I'm like, wait, what? But this is a, you got, no, we don't need none. I wouldn't spend money on none of that. And I was just dumbfounded. I was blown away because I had such great ideas. And to find out that all this stuff that I put all this time and effort into is worthless to him. But just simple things, they were like, I'll pay $10,000 for this video. And I'm like, that's so simple. That's so, that's like, that's nothing. Like, how did I overthink this? To hear them tell me that was way more valuable than than anything I could have ever got. And and taking that and then going to different people in that niche and then selling them like, yo, I, oh man, this is was was one of the most valuable lessons I ever learned from my beta my beta client. That's why it's so important to have somebody who can just be real with you and be like, you know what? I'm not feeling that. Like I wouldn't like that's not valuable to me because you will in your head because you're assuming what they go through and what life is like for them and what business is like for them. You may come, you may overthink it and have this huge big product. Like, yeah, I'm going to shoot this. We're going to have videos for that. We're going to have pictures for this and headshots. And they like, I really don't care about that. I just want a video. I just want a drone shot of my building so people can know that I'm right next to the McDonald's because people are getting lost because they're going too far down to the other McDonald's. And I'm and I'm I'm losing people or my associates are on the phone too much giving directions where they should be back help, helping me pull teeth like stuff like that. You just you can't figure that out on your own. So to get that information is valuable. Um, so when it comes to name that that's how I will approach them and give them that information because they'll they don't care if you're a production company or media. They don't they can care less. Media may be better because it's less to type on the URL. Little stuff like that is. Little things that you like. I didn't think about that. I don't want to have to spell the word production every time I go to your website. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like I, okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's why beta, beta developing that friendship with your beta client is so important. Like, so, you know, so, mm-hmm. so would you, so essentially would you build your, your process or would you start your process you know, after you just meet your beta client, because you don't want to, you know, pick the wrong name and go through the, you know, the, um, go through the, um, you know, build a website for it and then get a domain for it and then go to your beta client and then be like, and have them tell you like, Hey, this name is not going to work out. You know what I'm saying? Would that's, that's exactly, I would remain like clay until I get to a three solid beta clients. And that's kind of, and, I, and like that was like I'm gonna be honest with the with the master course. The hardest part was figuring out what go where. Like in my mind, I knew what I wanted to teach you, but understanding why I should put this here before here is is big because nobody. The idea of a beta client is is 100 my idea. Like I didn't get that from nowhere. I just develop relationships with clients that I work with so much that told me stuff that helped me go further. And I'm like, you know what? When, before I go into another industry, like I went into photo booth or whatever, I'm just going to work with people for free and just hear what they got to say before I put my two cents in. And doing that helped me grow the, the photo booth side just quick. Like, gosh, I wish I would have knew this when I got started. Cause I would have listened to people instead of going in with what I think they want. Like, Oh, this is what you need. No, I would learn from people and find out what works so I can create it. And then when I get, cause sometimes beta clients would give me ideas that weren't good ideas. 
it wasn't always gravy. It was sometimes we'd try something like, uh. So now I know when the next one gave me that idea, I can say, you know what? We tried this over at such and such. These were the results. This is what I suggest. So it was either a learning experience or something that boosted business. Either way, it worked. So you want to remain as flexible and as putty and clay as possible. And that's why the first things you need to do once you decide on this is the niche I want is to find beta clients. Because also you may get there and be like, yo, this is not for me. I don't want to work around. I want to work with butchers, but I don't want to work around slaughtered pigs and blood all day. Like, like I don't want my cameras in those conditions. I don't want to be sliding on the butcher floor all day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to live like, you know what I'm saying? I've been in that situation where I'm like, this ain't, you know, this was a good idea, but I don't want to be outside all day. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be freezing all day. So those are things that you have to experience to realize I love this or this is what I want to do. Or, you know what I'm saying? Because if not, you're going to invest it in names, colors, shirts, van wrapped. And you get here and you're like, this sucks. I do not want to be chasing people around, run, doing 12 hour days, running around with my camera, hurting, back hurting all day. Yeah, you see, I said that about funerals. You you make funerals, man, you feel like that's a moneymaker. We can film, and then you get there, and you're like, I don't want to be around this energy all day. This ain't for me. So remain clay, remain putty, remain flexible um, until you uh, until you get there, until you get three, good, three beta testers, because one is not enough. I say get at least three. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, just because... What'd you say? Sorry. No, 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 you could, go ahead, go for it. No, I was just saying just because, like, you know, based off the uh, the course, you know, I was already ready to just have a name and pick a name and do all this stuff, but then I, I thought to myself, like, you know, like, I had questions to myself that I was like, I don't even know if I should move forward because I don't know the answer to this question, right. you know? Like, I don't know if it's going to be the right... Or if it's going to be the wrong move, you know? So I was like, that's why I was so like, stand by and just like hesitant to do some things because I was just indecisive, I guess you would say. And, and that's, so, you know, that's understandable. You for, you know, giving me that. Up. And, and I want you all to realize that these are things that I learned the hard way. I didn't figure it out the first time. I want to say, 45% of what I'm teaching you is stuff I wish I would have learned that that I was like, gosh, if I can go back and redo it, I'll redo it like this based off the situation that I've been in, based off um, like I said, if you're taking a course, you know what I went through with, with, with the with the logo and, and the cease and desist letters and just not knowing, like, well, dang, you know what I went through um, with the FAA and just using drones without the right license, you know what I went through and and so me saying, hey, make sure you get this taken care of before you get here because you don't want this to happen and this is what happened to me and it cost me this amount and I had to redo this. Like, you don't want them problems. So to prevent that, do this first, then do this, do this. Um, Josh asked, had a question about uh, after having an established name, should I open a new name under the LLC 
or as a DBA. So if you currently have a LLC, you can always create a DBA for that LLC. So that'll be your holding company or your, your parent company. And then you can have a DBA. Um, if you don't want to go through, if you're in an area where a LLC is $600, yes. If you're in an area where LLC is $60, just go get another LLC. Keep it. Cause there are some States where it's just cheap. I think like Delaware, or like upper East coast is just dirt cheap to get or like Arizona. Some LLCs are just dirt cheap to get. I'd have 20 of them, but, um, yeah, that's, that's, you know, what's going on fun film. Welcome to the party. Um, so that is, that is, you know, you want to be as flexible as possible as you're moving into business. And a lot of people to, to feel like they're an entrepreneur, to feel like I'm in business, to feel like I'm doing something, to feel like this is worth it. They run out and they do a bunch of stuff that they heard is the right thing. And then, and as they research, they're like, oh, I got to change all of this. They run out and get a name they run out and get a logo. They run out and get a website and they get, and then they realize like, none of this is going to work. Now that I understand the path that I should be on. Like none of this works for me. So that, you, you know, that's just a learning pain of business. Like my job is to try to teach you that it's before you go make that, before you go and spend money in stuff that won't help you be successful. Just like I tell you, before you buy a camera, know what type of photographer you want to be. If you want to be a food photographer, you shouldn't be buying a camera that's designed for sport photography. Like you're just, that's why, that's why I don't like the question of what camera should I buy? I have no idea. I don't know what you're doing. It's like me asking me saying, what knife should I buy? I don't know what you're cutting. You could be cutting watermelons. You could be cutting oxtails. You could be cutting real. I don't know what you're cutting. I don't know what type of food you plan on preparing. So I can't tell you what's a good knife. All knives are sharp. All cameras will take pictures. You know, I, I can't answer that question until you do more research. And after you do research, you won't ask that question because you've done enough research to understand what you need. A good chef is not asking about what, what stove or what knife they need because they understand enough about it to make that decision on themselves. They can research knives and determine what's good for them. Somebody that's asking what's a good knife. I try to, I'm not going to say avoid them people, I used to just dismiss them, but I try to educate them on the fact that they need more education before they spend their money or they're going to spend triple the money jumping from camera to camera to camera because they haven't fully understood the purpose of that camera yet or the or the or where they plan on using that camera. You know, if you're going to be in the rainforest, you're going to need a camera that's weather sealed. I can't tell you to go get, you know, something that's not weather sealed if you're going to be a wet in a wet environment like. But I need to know those things. You need to know those things. So good looking out, babe. Happy New Year to you as well, bro. Any last questions? I'm gonna get ready to wrap because we've been on for a good, good three and a half hours today. I missed y'all, so I, I you know we kept it a little long today. We miss you too, Dad. You know, I, <laughs> I don't get to talk this stuff with everybody. My friends be tired. They want to talk about LeBron James and stuff. And I just want to talk about business. I'm with you, man. Those who jumped on live today that's still here and haven't jumped on, I really appreciate it. If you're listening on the podcast, make sure you uh, rate us. If you're listening on Apple iTunes, we really appreciate it. I think we're up to about 20,000 listens, 20,000 streams via podcast. That's super dope. Fun film. Yep. I've been on for three and a half hours. Make sure if you missed it, make sure you're on 
um, you're, you're following us and you got the chat going. I mean, you got the, the text going. I promise you I won't blast a bunch of blast you with a bunch of marketing crap. I won't call you about to let you know that your warranty on your car needs to be updated. None of that. Any future trend predictions? I like that. Um, I will end on there. We'll end on there real quick. Um, more live streaming. More, more, more live streaming. Um, live streaming will be huge. Will be huge. Next live stream will be January. Is it 5th? Yes. That'll be the next one. Um, I think that um, live streaming will become more of the norm. Even if you listen to stuff like the new Clubhouse app, it's just a live streaming podcast. I, I'm not crazy about that app. If you listen to the last live stream, you'll know why. I think it's it's nice. Um, supply and demand is why it's really, really popular, but I don't, I'd rather have a podcast. Some, you know, I, I see the benefit of it. I just, I think that it's big because it's exclusive right now. Um, but I do see the benefit of it. Um, I think that, Oh, let me touch on this. And it kind of in the future. Listen, remember, remember I said everything's coming to iPads and iPhones very shortly, right? Things shrink. If you've watched any football games, you know, and you've read and you've been big in cameras, you know that they have been using these A7S3s, these uh, FS6s, and these A7R3s in the end zone for the dopest shallow depth of field steady cam shots you've ever seen in your life. And it's to the point where even the, the guys who are commentating are like, yo, what is up with that shot? If you don't think that these that small ca- smaller cameras are going to start to take over, you gotta be crazy. That because they they're on like a a Zenyun Crane two, like they got like a the first one was an A seven S three on a Zenyun Crane two, in the end zone, getting shallow depth of field shots that are just blowing people away. There's no loss in quality when they jump from the big camera to that camera. In fact, the quality looks better. So if you think you can't take over the world with your mirrorless or your DSLR camera, if you think you need to go out and get the biggest and baddest or spend $8,000 on a camera, you are crazy because you don't need to. If you look at any of the NFL games, any of the Sunday night games, Monday night games, like I watched, I think it was Cowboys in Philly last week. Um, Because my team got blew out, of course. Still Lions fan, whatever. Um, If you look at any of them shots when they was in the end zone, that one guy, he had an FS6, full full frame. They worked the hell out of that dude. He was getting every shot. And there's an article that a lot of F-stoppers, they're all posting because it's crazy. But it's going to be all about the smaller cameras. They're coming. They're not coming. They're here. They're just getting respect on TV. We're starting to do a lot of streaming with news stations on iPhones, all that stuff you're watching on ESPN. Them guys got iPhones at their houses. They're not setting up with, they got an iPhone in a ring light and they're going on ESPN every day with it. So it's not about the camera no more. It's not about the camera. It's about your ability to create. It's about live streaming. Um, and it's about solutions, right? So make sure that your job, your goal in 2021 is all about solutions. Let me make sure I put our sponsor back up here because I get messages. What's the code? 
People ask for the code, and then nobody uses the code, but they ask for the code. It's kind of like if you ever you ever sold something on on Facebook, and people are like, "Is it available?" And you like, "Yeah," and nobody ever like, they just ask you, "Is it available? Is it available?" You like, "Yeah," and that's it. So, with that being said, I'm a wrap. Um, thank you guys for who stayed on my crew, my crew right here at the bottom. Let me let me get them some uh some some. Let me get this graphic out. Some big screen love. Let me take this one off. Much love to you. Appreciate you guys for hanging out with me. If you didn't, even if you showed up for a minute, much love. If you showed up in the chat, much love. Um, fun film. You missed about three relationship analogies today. Just want to put that out there. You missed about three of them. I try to keep a three relationship analogy, uh, you know, minimum. Um, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate you too, Donald. Appreciate you. Everybody else, man, be safe. Enjoy your New Year's. Turn up. Don't drink and drive. Wear your mask. Protect yourself. Whatever you, whatever it is you do, um, have a great New Year's, and I will see you guys January eight, twenty twenty one. And we bringing it, man. I've, I've, I'm, I'm dedicating more time, effort, and and money towards Flash Film Academy. So we gonna we gonna have a great twenty twenty one, a great uh, information filled twenty twenty one, right? Because I wanna I wanna continue to help people blow up and do their thing. I love it. That is that is that is my purpose in life um, to help people in their journey to be great content creators. And nothing makes me feel better than seeing people become successful off any energy that I put out like that is my high. Um, And I love to see you guys win, even if you use just the smallest of things and come back and be like, yo, I did it. And it's crazy. I, I love I live for that. Like you like a lot of people post stuff in the Facebook group. You have no idea how much I screen copy. And I save on and I keep for days where I don't I'm tired and I don't want to go live and I don't you know what I'm saying? And I go back and I look through them and I read that and I'm like, I got it. I got to give them what they need today. So trust me, I'm watching. I'm looking and you are appreciated. All right. So until next time, I will see you guys and you guys definitely be safe and have a safe and happy new year. You're the same. We love and appreciate you too, Ty. Have a drink, have a drink for me or whatever you do. Do one for me. Thanks, buddy. All right, I'll see y'all. I see y'all next week. Next week, I'll see y'all later. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.